This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. Being human doesn't come with a user manual, and sometimes we don't have the tools we need to navigate life's stressors. Luckily, working with a therapist can help you gather those tools. Visit BetterHelp.com allies and navigate life with a little more ease. Hello. Welcome to the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm Daniel Bloodworth, coming to you from Los Angeles, California. This week, I'm joined by Michael Huber. Yo, Brad Given, Chris Redfield vibes with this jacket. <laughs> Bradley Ellis. You're out of your depth, Ethan. <laughs> oh. Michael Damiani. Hello. You're out of your depth. And in the control room, we have Isla Hank. Hello. Don Casanova. And Gabby Montute. They, they wave. They're wa- for listeners, they're waving beautifully out of focus in the background. Imagine the sound of waves. <laughs> Imagine the, the way sound of, water. of waves. Uh, friends, we're here to talk about the biggest headlines in video games this week, or whatever I just decided to grab. Uh, we've got some weird ones. Uh, Palmer Lucky has built a VR death trap. Uh, Mick Gordon is fighting back against id and Bethesda. Uh, we've got some new Nintendo financial numbers, uh, and there are more indie games to talk about. But before we get started, we need to go on a treasure hunt. Oh. Oh. Listeners. Oh. We've spent the last few months training our custom character, Don Romantica. Dude, we're leaving the Shire. Now she needs cash to fund her adventures. Nice. So this week we're going on a treasure hunt looking for artifacts she can sell to buy some gear for her main quest. Whoa. We're going to a couple different locations today, but you need to choose exactly where to search. First up, we've got a mountain cave. We've got three places you can check. You can either go to a crypt, a deep tunnel with a curious glow, or a mine. The curious glow, dude. And they call it a mine. A mine. That's I'm... also tempting. Okay. The crypt, I'm worried, is bait. That Skeletons. is like, yo, they want us That's to go in bait. there. They want us to go in this crypt and they're going to ambush us because mm-hmm. they think we're going to go into that crypt. Yeah, we can stay away from that. The mysterious glow gave me, my spider sense was tingling. It felt threatening. Mm-hmm. Right when you said a cave with a mysterious glow, I felt danger. Okay. Mm-hmm. It feels like danger. That's all my info. Okay. That's all I got. What was the other one? A mine. A mine. Ooh. Mines are pretty dangerous in games. Yeah. I think all of these are going to be dangerous. dangerous. But we're good at sword fighting and shape shifting. Yeah. Dude, let's go with the glow. The glow. I want to go see that glow. Let's go see okay. the glow. Right. About the glow. Right. Okay. Right. Following the glow ever deeper, Dawn is it's led dangerous. to a rather crusty and ordinary looking treasure chest. Uh, it's a mimic. However, her shape shifting training allows <gasps> her to identify that it's actually a mimic. <laughs> She attacks before it can surprise her, and inside is the half-digested armor of the previous adventurer, worth 200 gold. Sick. 200 gold, 200. (laughs) Nice. Take it. That felt correct. Next, we're going to a ghost town. We're not done. Oh. Should we check out a gangster's vault, a shifty merchant who will barter for your previous treasure, or an old library? Those are all great. Duke's archives. so many traps. (laughs) 
Duke's, Duke's Archives, Archives, bro. Archives. Is All there good three of those there? were Huber bait, and I wasn't sure which one he would I don't know if there's good loot in there. <laughs> I'm worried the vault has already been cleaned up. That's what I'm worried yeah, about, That is my fear. It's got more sure, traps sure. in it. We're and it's trapped. We're Let's do the library. Library, Duke's Archives. Library, yeah, yeah. Duke's All Archives. Right, library. <laughs> library. Top 10 libraries, dude, Duke's Archives. Walking through the halls of the old library, oh God. it turns out that it isn't quite what she was expecting. Even with her navigation skills, every hallway starts to feel like the one before. Uh-oh. Eventually, she accidentally kicks an object that slides across the floor. It's a plasma pistol that was dropped during an intense battle with the Flood. Worth 100 gold. Oh, it's that library. Very funny, oh, Blood. Oh, Very clever. Bloodworth. Blood the joke. <laughs> it lands. He felt good that we picked that. Bloodworth is thrilled. Wait, are these submitted or did you come up with the them? The patrons submitted the treasures um, okay. in most cases. Actually, the, the mimic was one I had before, um, but then I wrote up the, the backstory. Oh, so we got a Halo Covenant plasma pistol. <laughs> All right, hundred gold. So we're up to three hundred gold here. Live chat would have gone with the crypt. FYI. Mm. Everyone would go with the crypt. Crypt is bait. <laughs> yeah. All right. On her way to the next town, Dawn hears a distant rumble. She departs from the main path and scrambles down a rocky hillside to find a hidden waterfall. Hell Ooh. yes. Inside there are three treasures, but Dawn only has enough carrying capacity to take one. All right. Should she take a jiggy, an old non-functioning mech suit, or a chaos emerald? Oh. Well, what's a jiggy? It's from Banjo-Kazooie. I don't know what we could do with a jiggy. And I don't know what we could do with just one chaos emerald. You know, you need the whole set. How are we going to transport? The, also, the power, like the mech suit. Are also, like our carrying weight is insane. If a mech suit and a chaos emerald weigh the same, we can only take one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Indiana Jones always told me to pick like the humble option. Totally, oh, that's yeah. true. I feel like we can maybe repair the mech. Yeah, but we don't need the mech. Yeah, I feel like true. We're not we, gonna fight that. We thing. may need it later. Maybe we could sell the chaos. Emerald. I think we're selling all selling this all of this. Stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah. it's all for cash. Pretty sure we're selling all this. So oh. my 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 fear, there's less okay. There's less chaos emeralds than there are jiggies. My there's fear is jiggies. the chaos emerald is a fake. Oh, I don't think it's real. Oh, my I, think God, it's I didn't fake. even think about think that, fake. dude. I think it's Holy a fake. Crap, it's not real. Okay, what are we gonna do then? The, my and the mech suit's busted. Yeah. Uh, and get it at a but discount. What if it like gets reactivated and like does something to us? <laughs> <laughs> we need to befriend it. The jiggy's what? A, jiggy can also be fake too. Yeah, I'd say chaos emerald. Um, what do you say, Isla? I I was leaning mech armor, but I don't know how to transport it. Uh, but jiggy is a weird word that I don't like. So <laughs> you get jiggy, jiggy with it. Chat would say mech suit. Okay. Uh, I don't know. So chaos let's emerald? not do that one. Yeah. Yeah. Do the chaos emerald. Camera, chaos <laughs> emerald. <laughs> chaos emerald. All right. Chaos emerald. Yep. And that's worth a thousand gold. Okay. Yes. Hey. It's legit. <laughs> it wasn't fake. So that's. What color was it? Thirteen hundred. Who bought it got. from us? Knuckles. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But we got thirteen hundred <laughs> gold out of it. Uh, That's the end of his prepared imagination. <laughs> uh, the one where you would have had a, uh, uh, a fake was the merchant. Ah, oh, fake That's merchant. That's where you would have got a counterfeit. Sweet, sweet, sweet. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Good job, Blood. Can you tell us what was in the crypt? 
The crypt uh, was an ancient sword with a draugger's hand still attached. Awesome. Whoa. But it wasn't worth that much. Okay. So we chose <laughs> pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. yeah pretty so good. we came out on top. Sick. All right. Thanks to everyone who participated today. Uh, become a patron for $5 or more to submit to Don's Adventures and watch for the Love and Respect post, which usually goes up either Monday or Tuesday each week. Don's going to look for a cozy inn. And now we must answer for the mistakes we made in last week's episode. Isla, begin corrections music, please. Boop. A few people wanted to correct the order of attack when we described the Evolutus trailer. Uh, We made it sound like the guy she stabbed in the face survived and got right back up. But there were two attackers Hmm. in that clip. Yeah. The guy who was getting up off the floor was not the one she stabbed, but the one she had knocked the teeth out of earlier. Do we have a date on that game? Um, I don't I'll, remember. I'll check. Thank you, check, yeah. That's day one, baby. Day one. Uh, the next one isn't really a correction, but it was interesting enough. Uh, more of an explanation, really. Uh, I just wrote these down verbatim. Uh, regarding the eye-tracking and foveated rendering, uh, when you quickly move your eyes to look at something else called a saccade? Sic- Sic-chad? I don't know how to say that word. Your brain yeah. actually ignores the input from your eyes for a short while, then extrapolates backwards from the new position to fill in what it thinks you must have seen during the eye movement. So there's a small window uh, for the eye tracking and rendering to move the spot where it renders at full resolution. Whoa. This is also what causes the stopped clock illusion, which occurs if you flick your eyes over to watch uh, just as the second hand moves and makes it appear as if it's stuck in position for more than a second. Another person added on, in reply, uh, hands-on previews noted that even high-res games like Horizon maintain clear resolution even for distant objects no matter how quickly the player looked around or changes focus from near to far. That's a good thing to to hear about. That's good. Yeah, it's nice. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Foveated rendering sounds undetectable. That sounds promising. That's wild. Do the new, the big ones, like the $1,000 VRs, have this tech already? I don't know. Um, I don't check. know if any of the newer ones do, Cool, for sure, but it, I wouldn't be surprised if the Quest Pro probably would. Yeah. Cool. Um, they, they admitted that this 2023 one... 2023 for Evolutus. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, they admitted this one was a little bit pedantic, but uh, there weren't a whole lot this week, so I threw it in there. <laughs> Damiani said that Blade isn't happening in Phase 4 anymore, but it was never planned as a Phase 4 release. Uh, it was originally scheduled for five. November 2023, phase and Phase five. 4 only covers 2021 and 2022. That's right, it was a Phase 5 movie. Should have corrected you. Delayed. Damn it, you missed your chance. I know. <laughs> it seems like PSVR is the first one available, but Quest ah. Pro will likely have it too. Uh, yeah, live chat is saying that Quest Pro will have foveated as well. Very cool. So it's, like, it's like bleeding yeah. edge, yeah. That's nice. cool. That's really. That sounds really, really good. If you have a correction, leave it in the YouTube comments uh, on either the public version or the Patreon version of this episode. Start with the word correction and leave a timestamp so I know what you are correcting. And corrections music. Boop. All right, last week we talked about indie games. This week we got more indie games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nintendo dropped uh, one of their Indie World showcases this week. Uh, showed a lot of things uh, that we've seen before in various forms. Uh, so I'm going to mostly focus on um, some things that just stuck out to me as highlights um, and I thought thought were cool that we wanted to talk about. Um, 
the first one of those, uh, which I, I love, Huber was kind of immediately out on, uh, is called Akka. Akka. Picking up um, trash. <laughs> Picking up trash. Trash panda. Yeah, yeah so you, uh, you play as a red panda who is a retired warrior. Uh, basically, like... It's a cool premise. Look, looking for things to do. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's kind of, kind of a, uh, a top-down... Um, not quite uh, isometric kind of view, but a little bit of that that vibe going on. It's got a very cozy aesthetic. Mm-hmm. It looks very soothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. very soothing game. Good looking character. Yeah. yeah, I just feel like this has been the year of seeing not yep. just like yep. farming sims, but just like sim games in general, where you're crafting, crafting gathering, and yeah. making, building up your home, and yeah, it's like it kind of just feels played out i feel bad but yeah i feel bad too damian because i'm not hard out on this specific game i'm more hard out on the genre right Mm. now just because there's so much of it you know they're they're usually pretty pretty like in-depth games you know anytime all these craft crafting is involved you know you you really gotta settle into Mm -hmm. it it's not just like pick up and play so i'm not in the headspace to commit to something like this yeah yeah, uh, the giant coffee bar though. Very Call nice. Up and take a nap. Very That's cool. Very, that, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pandering for the win. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Uh, the next one is probably my favorite of the show. Mm. Pepper grinder. Mm. Yes, this yeah. looked good. Which I've never heard of before, but apparently has been in the works for at least five years. My um, grandma's nickname was Pepper. Oh, nice. Yeah. So her name is Pepper. Um, I think the the drill that she uses is grinder. Uh, a lot of people have compared this to the uh, going through the sands mm-hmm. in Ori. Uh, it seems to have like a similar feel and momentum. Um, so you drill through through the earth. Sometimes you bust open like these kind of like hidden passages. Uh, but you also use the drill and like a lot of other devices. So there's like a Gatling gun uh, that you put the drill into. Uh, there's like a mech that you power with the drill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's some like different devices that you come across the way to like open up different passages and stuff. Um, it's it it's a game that looks like it feels good. So I hope yes. it feels yes. good. Yeah, it looks really cool. It it the the quality of it sp- speaks to me like it like it's SteamWorld dig levels of quality. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that is that is the energy Pepper Grinder is giving off. And the <clears throat> traversal challenges give me like shades of like a little bit like in direction of like uh, Rayman games a mm. little bit and mm-hmm. like even a little bit like a uh, some like Donkey Kong Country uh, vibes sure. with like going in the circle with like those spinning like gear things yeah. that you gotta, like dodge. It's like the in the circular pattern definitely uh, get that. Um, the trailer also said like grind. So I'm like kind of curious. Is it roguelite? Yeah, that's yeah, what the I thought. Grind no, I, well, I think grind is the name oh, of the drill. Oh, the yeah. drill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because I thought maybe it no, also yeah. was like you know double meaning there that there's mm-hmm. gonna be you know maybe you power up your drill maybe yeah. like you know yeah I'm not sure. You on do the power up your drill. That's what they said. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm yeah, curious, I'm not 100% like, sure on the structure on like whether it's like Metroidvania kind. Yeah. So my type question is like, are you gonna start like kind of like basic? And then you're gonna get right. some of the abilities we see in the trailer. You're gonna get like down the road, so yeah, it's gonna yeah. keep like evolving the gameplay. I kind of thought it'd be stage based, but maybe not. Yeah, is, yeah, that's a good question too, Brad. Action-packed drill bit dig venture. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> answers a lot. Don't know what that means. Yeah. yeah. Shipwrecked and robbed of her treasure by nefarious gnarlings. Gnarlings. Pepper, a seafaring soul with a passion for prospecting, must spin up her trusty sidearm to reclaim what the mischievous minions stole. Armed with grinder, grinder. Pepper burrows through terrain and water, controls machines, and pulverizes all enemies blocking the way to recover her missing fortune. With interest. <laughs> With interest, yeah. <laughs> Debt collector. Yeah. So. Sweet. Yeah, it looks good. Time looks out. like it has good momentum mm-hmm. going through that game. Yeah. Um, collect jewels and other riches during your adventure and cash them in its shops to power up Pepper. Open up new paths on the world map. Okay. okay. World map. World map. Stickers for your sticker book. Nice. All right. Sticker book. That's for Switch. That's very uh, Nintendo. That's for yeah. Switch. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming to PC too yeah. in 2023. Um, next one up is is Oni, uh, which Oni. which Huber Huber not feeling. He wasn't feeling this one either. This one, there's something about this world. I don't know. It. Uh, I don't. It's just something about this game. It feels so mean to just judge it immediately, but I just don't. It doesn't seem like. Does it seem like it's kind of empty or something? Yeah, it's kind of empty. Uh, I'm not sold on the combat. Hmm. You know? Well, and also, like, Don and I immediately were just like, this looks too smooth for this. And then later in the trailer, they showed different gameplay, and it's very framey. And it's like, ah, there it is. Yeah, had a, had, had a moment of oh, framiness. It doesn't, sure. like, again, it's a 30-second trailer. What the hell yeah. do I know? But, like, I'm already nervous about how everything in this game connects together yeah mm-hmm. okay good point because i think a lot of most of the shots in the trailer are from like the same little forest area yeah so you're not like really seeing right. a lot of variety in that so mm-hmm. there's some different colors and there's some mm-hmm. different enemies, yeah, yeah not, is, it, is that all they're gonna be doing of? for the trick but also yeah like the combat like one and a good point Ali, like once i got into like more raw gameplay footage yeah a little more shaky performance and didn't look as smooth right as, you as uh, the beginning of the trailer where they're just like walking around and uh yeah, kind of and, and for listeners to understand what this is, it's kind of like a cell shaded looking yeah. open world. Uh, you play as this little. Uh, yeah, I like the premise of yeah, this game. Like really little looks, guy, looks, like he's trying to become the yeah. greatest demon, but he's just this, like little little round. Looks like a mix green between goblin. like something you see like in Dragon Quest or like uh, first Nino Kuni. Nino Kuni familiar yeah. is literally is like a hybrid, <laughs> yeah. which is you know level yeah. five. It looks like a level five created game. I'm like is yeah. level five not involved with this. Okay, yeah, yeah. I do kind of like that his backpack is like way bigger. Yeah, than Yeah, I do like that. <laughs> yeah. It oh. does also chat chat pointed this out too, but it was something I thought as well that it bothers me that the title has Oni in it twice. Yes. Oh yeah. Yep. We were saying that earlier. Which too. I guess like because there is that old game called Oni with the girl on the cover and yeah. whatever, yeah, but like, whatever. The subtitle is what they needed to I mean, differentiate. It, li- it literally just be called Oni: Path to the Mightiest or whatever. Whatever. Sure. Cut off the Oni at the end, I think, and it still works. Yeah. But. Double Oni. I was just getting some biomutant energy from it. I don't know where it's coming <laughs> from. You know, I, <laughs> sounds mean, but I just, that's just careful. A lot of people love that game. Yeah, you know, you just they're coming for you. Look at something for twenty seconds, and that's that's the the vibe yeah. I got. Yeah, that's coming March 9th. Uh The next one uh, I wanted to highlight is Dordogne. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this Dordogne. is very very cool uh, looking game. Uh, it. It seems because they had like a little like dev diary bit where the the uh, one of the developers was talking about it, and it seems like they actually painted like these backgrounds mm-hmm. and stuff in watercolor, and then so they cool. put the animated characters and stuff over top, and then like manipulated th- the paintings to be like 
3D couches and, and stuff like that. And so it has a really cool look to yeah, it. Yeah, it looks great. Um, very impressionistic. Um, but you play... Um, Mimi. At, yeah, you play as this girl, Mimi, uh, who is... These are so short. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the actual trailers are really short compared to what was in the showcase itself. This one was funny, too, because... The narrator, the English narrator in the direct said it the way you did, but then the dev was like, Dodoni? Dodona? Like, yeah. There's like four different ways to say it. <laughs> like, Man. Don and I were like, how do you say it? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you're, you're a woman who's coming uh, back to your grandmother's house. Heavy. And remembering, like, exploring Childhood. the French countryside yeah. while you were a child. And so it kind of goes back and forth mm-hmm. between the time periods, which I'm not sure how that mechanic exactly is going to work. I don't know if, like, you'll examine something and it will, like, yeah, trigger, trigger you to go something, back yeah. in time. Um, but yeah. very cool. They show you, like, with a camera. They show you with, like, an audio recorder. Yeah. yeah. Gives me, like, little, some like, season vibes. A little bit like that. I would love it if you take, like, recordings and pictures in the past and then, you know, your character kind of has uh, has thoughts about it in the past, but then when you get to the future timeline maybe her thoughts on that thing have changed or yeah. evolved in some way. That's It's an interesting premise. What's that other indie game where you see an item in the present and it like transports you back to the past? Um, mm. And it's also kind of like at a... There are a few that do that. I, the, the eyes one, right? Close a, your, you, eyes. Some, before your eyes. Before your eyes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the, a, the ballet one kind of does that. Yeah. It seems like, yeah, like that's been happening yeah. maybe Bound. a little bit. Now you say that. Yeah. But yeah, that, that could be a cool concept as well. Just totally. like being able to piece it together, like to like get the full story. Yeah. I was telling Blood. I can't remember the title, but I had to look it up. Uh, Only yesterday, because mm. the uh, Studio oh, the Ghibli, Ghibli movie, film, yeah. which is about like a girl who is like in the present, going back to like her family's old house, and like mm. they jump between those two time periods and like interacting with like the objects to remember things. It's like is that a newer one or old? That's old. It's like eighties. I, I don't know if I've seen that. Late eighties, early nineties. Might have been. It was a TV only movie. Ah. Oh. Yeah, in Japan. Mm, but it's been released. It's like on HBO Max. You can watch on HBO Max. It's part sick. of the Ghibli collection. Yeah, cool, there, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, and then you also, like, it looks like some of the items and stuff that you find, you, like, can sort of create your own little scrapbooking uh, with, with those and with the photographs that you take. And... Look at this photograph. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that for a second. I was like, oh, okay. It's coming out in the spring, and I think that, that's a good yeah, that's a good, good time, time for that. Yeah, that's a spring game, mm-hmm. spring summer game, perfect vibes, great vibes, great vibes. Yeah, until you realize what happened and start crying. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, even in the trailer, yeah. they were like, I killed yeah. my grandma. She died. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh me all along. Yeah. Uh, Once upon a jester. <laughs> this yeah. is a wacky one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're you're this. improvising your own theater shows. Some Brad. This is like a Jackbox game, like one of the most <laughs> Jackbox. Not quite. Not That's quite funny. There, but yeah. No, I meant like the vibe. It's like mm. this is one of the modes in Jackbox Ten. <laughs> <laughs> so you're so right. You're so right. But it's way more elaborate. Yeah, right? yeah, it's yeah, more, yeah, Better quality. But the but, energy of like filling in yeah. this play <laughs> with maybe some ridiculous yeah. plot. Yeah, it does seem like it, it definitely leans into the sillier side. Yeah. Uh, during the sort of like dev diary segment, they were talking about how a lot of times it's like they wanted to lean into the the improv vibes by just like using the first takes on VO and that kind of thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's funny. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty pretty neat. But it's it's interesting because it's like it escalates because it's because like at first you're like okay, 
you, you've, you, you've got to put on a show and pick costumes and, and choose lines and all of that. And then they're like, okay, well, now you're, you know, you're competing to be the best show yeah. to get into the royal whatever, uh, the, the royal uh, theatrical... Theater company, yeah. Yeah, competition. Uh, but then it turns out the reason you want to get into this royal theatrical show is you're pulling off a heist. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Try to steal diamond. <laughs> there Try you to go. steal this treasure. Always down. Uh, so just like, yeah, just a lot mm-hmm. of different things. It's always about a heist. Also, it this one now. shadow yeah, dropped. Yeah, that too. one was was out. It's out now. Yeah. Came I want to do it on an easy update or something. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Another shadow drop. Been out on other things, but yeah. Huber. <laughs> Rogue <laughs> Legacy. Oh my goaties, one of the best possible games you can play this year, I promise you. If you are waiting because like you haven't played the first one, just dive in. Yeah, you don't need to. You don't oh, need, yeah, to play the first. need to play oh, the no. first. You know, just, this one's the first one, but better. Yeah, just this is, there's so much value to this game. It's 25 bucks, uh, we were talking about it, and really one of the best ways you can spend your time on money, time and money on a video game this year, hands down. <laughs> hands down. Just said, ma- about, said that about God of War like the other day. That too, this is my, but it, it's, the same, <laughs> it's the same pantheon of like, this is my maximum recommendation. Mm-hmm. I cannot recommend anything more than this game. It is at the top, with some other games of course, but it is one of those games. <laughs> So, so good. Um, they had some other things in a montage, which we didn't get to show you, Huber, but there's uh, Russell Quest that's coming out in May. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Russell Quest, I've had my eye on that one. It was so good. <laughs> oh, the um, wrestle RPG thing? Yeah. 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 yeah that looks kind of good. Yeah. Um, Wobble Dogs, which is bizarre. Yeah. Also been out on PC, but I'm like, I don't know. Gave me like spore vibes almost. <laughs> World of Horror, which is like, like black and white, like. Kind of text heavy. That's been game. out on other stuff yeah. for a long yeah. time too. Yeah. yeah, Curse of the Sea Rats, which I think is also coming on PC, and then Inscription's coming to uh, mm-hmm. Switch. Uh, Switch yeah. as well. And all that game's so good too. Inscription, <laughs> I love Inscription. Uh, but then we we wrapped it up uh, with an update on Sports Story. Yeah. Which I think got a good reaction out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it is the same studio as. Uh, Golf Story? Yeah, yeah. this is a sequel yeah. to Golf Story. Yeah. yeah, it looks like you're the same character. And yeah. you played that, so what, yeah. what is that like? Really like Golf Story. Uh, it's just like, yeah, just the, the it reminds me of Mario Golf Game Boy Advance. Was that the right. one? With just like Maybe this Game Boy Color. Game Boy yeah. Color, yeah. Just that open world, like simple to play, but like still has enough, enough leeway in there to be like, oh, okay, you know, I got to get better at this or get better at that. But it like still is really basic to learn. Uh, and this just looks like way more expanded. Mm-hmm. Golf Story was, you know, more focused on the golf course and your little adventure, you know, in the area around there. But this is like a full this is like on. a grand adventure. Yeah. yeah, this is like a huge RPG because yeah, you know, like they they talk about you know having other sports in there. Like they've got tennis, soccer, fishing, BMX, mini golf, which looks mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, volleyball, golf. cricket. But then they're like going out and doing quests, going yeah. into dungeons. Yeah, there's a Pirate ship on a train track. Yeah, stealth yeah. section. Yeah, yeah, that Metal Gear stealth yeah. section is crazy. I love a good uh, 8-bit, 16-bit mall. Yeah. Love <laughs> a good mall. Game, yeah. Maybe. I didn't see if there was an arcade. There was, there was a video shop I think we saw. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. was a video shop. But, uh, maybe they're hiding that arcade. Yeah. A little bit 
tucked in further. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we got a release month. Window, yeah. yeah. It's coming out December. That's still a good time. Mm-hmm. People traveling for the holidays. Yeah, it's a good time switches, for Switch game. Looking for a recommendation, you know, pop that in. Play it on the go. Play totally. Because that's the thing. It's like, it's, this is the kind of, like, Switch game that I love to have on the holidays because... You don't have to worry about like trying to play a game in 3D on the plane or whatever. Like, yeah, I feel like whatever environment I'm in, I could put some time into this. Yeah. So, I'm curious. I don't, I'm gonna assume you don't really need to have played the first one to enjoy this one. Probably uh, not. Uh, yeah, I, I never yeah, finished yeah. it. Yeah. I didn't finish it. But so, um, like, I'm assuming I don't want to make that recommendation. Like, yeah. hey, you could just jump into this, and but I don't know for sure. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm assuming as well. But I, I think yeah. probably you can probably just hop in. Yeah. I see maybe like a loose connection at. The outset of like, mm-hmm. oh, you're the, the golf. Uh, what about uh, other sports? Like, yeah, yeah. something maybe. Chat uh, echoes blood and maybe and mine uh, that Pepper Grinder. They're very excited for that. That one looks yeah. really really fun. Yeah, yeah, that one I'm, I'm psyched on. Mm-hmm. Totally, yeah. same, same, yeah. same, same. Yep, big same. Next up, probably the the most shocking, weirdest story <laughs> of the week. Palmer Lucky, in a blog post on his personal site... Want to play a game? Uh, if, you're not, <laughs> if you're not familiar with him, then he was uh, formerly the leader of Oculus, uh, one of the founding members. Uh, he revealed that he has crafted a VR headset that will kill the wearer if you die in the game. Uh, based on devices and sword art online, I guess he like... <laughs> Posted this on like the fictional date that Sword Art Online is supposed to start. Oh my god! Uh, this thing called a Nerve Gear, whatever. Stop it, Palmer. It has three explosive charges. So unhinged. Aimed directly at the oh user's god. forebrain, which would obliterate the head of the person if they went off. He's <laughs> like, why would you even make this? Yeah. Why, if, why would yeah. you even do why this? Why would you do this? Allowed to have this? You know me. You know I love theatrics and 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 shit like this. So I'm like, you die in the game, you die in real life. Like, it's just like this is what yeah. you're spending your time doing yeah, yeah. is making this. Well, and also like his company, he went from Oculus to like making government like dr- underwater drone and like weapon contracts. Like yeah, that's what he does stuff, now. Yeah. So it's like kind of in keeping with that. It, it's so intense. It makes it's yeah. like gross to think about. Yeah, it. I've got all kinds of quotes from this. Thing. Now that it's, this is out there, like I'm gonna be paranoid to put on any VR headset. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, yo, is this thing? Yeah. Don't yo, buy is this your, modded? Yeah, make sure you, <laughs> yeah. when you buy your uh, PSVR two from Amazon, as a yeah. brackets in the title <laughs> thing for sales. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for sales in North America. Yeah, for sales will explode your forebrain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and and you know, and and reading through all this, like one of the things that I was, you know, I was just remembering when I had those early demos of the Oculus Rift before it was out with Palmer being in a virtual VR space and trading stuff back and forth or whatever the heck we oh were doing. Oh my god, I remember this story. Yeah, yeah yep. like I, you know, I, I played with this stuff and with the controllers like firsthand and the, the dude was like the happiest man ever. You know, just like loving to see this stuff actually like working yeah. and being a reality and showing it to people. And just, just to imagine this same person with this giddiness 
talking about his death machine. Yeah, what is he, the Joker? Like, calm down, dude. He's like a fucking Batman villain. The Riddler. Yeah, yeah. yeah Riddler. Yeah. yeah. It's absolutely. Survive absolutely the game, Batman. Batman. Yeah. He wants so to put this thing on Commissioner Gordon's yeah. head, and yeah. Batman's got to, like, solve it. Uh, he's just fishing. He's trying to. Ho- he's hoping to get a collaboration with Sword Art Online. Dude. Pre-order for the new game or whatever. And the game's probably bad, too. <laughs> but that's what I mean. He All of these quotes, he sounds practically giddy about this thing. The idea of tying your real life to your virtual avatar has always fascinated me. You instantly I raise the stakes I do get to that. the maximum level. I understand that. And force people to fundamentally right. rethink yeah. how they interact with the virtual world Dude, and the players inside I understand inside it, it, but following through, through yeah, with this fantasy is yeah. unhinged. Yeah. 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 yeah, that line separating there. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I mean, it could just be like... A you know, a thing like it doesn't really work. It's like it's a proof of concept. It works. Yeah. No, this one works. He works. he literally said, "I haven't worked up the nerve to yeah, put yeah. it on." No, here, here I have this quote too. Oh God, I have plans for an anti-tamper mechanism right. that, uh, like the nerve gear, will make it impossible to remove or destroy the, the headset. Gear. Even so, there are a huge variety of failures that could occur and kill the user at the wrong time. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, that's the best stuff. Yeah, like this is why glitches, I have not worked yo, up the dead. balls to actually <laughs> use it myself, dude. All right, so that's the question. <laughs> you spawn into a oh. game and you're like, here we go, dead already. This is strapped on you. Game on the heart. I asked this already, but like, yeah. asking again, hardest difficulty game period. What are you playing? Mario Party with three you other said, people. You said Mario yeah. Party. We yeah. all wear one. <laughs> oh my god, god. <laughs> we're all <laughs> wearing it. Yeah. It's like upsetting to the and like, it's not even like it's not even like smart in how it's triggered. It's not like literally tied to the game. It's just looking at the the screen yeah. for a certain right. kind of red flash. Right. And that like anything could trigger that. So scary. Could you beat? Could but you do a whole. This is also why I am convinced that like an SAO, which I think is. Oh, in Sword Art Online. The final triggering should really be tied to a high intelligence agent that can readily determine if conditions for termination are actually correct. <laughs> conditions so for termination. So a hyper advanced AI. AI. Skynet. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude. Dude, what this also makes me think about is Running Man, dude. Like, sure. VR Running Man? I, d- in 30 years, dude. I wouldn't be surprised. Dystopian science fiction, we have arrived. Yeah. I mean, we we done been in dystopian <laughs> yeah. science fiction for about twenty years, but like, yeah, dude. god dang. He needs a reality check. He needs to live a normal life for like a couple years and just fucking come back down to earth. This is the person who needs to touch grass, <laughs> dude. He needs yes. to like lay on grass for five years. Yeah, he'll figure out some way for there to be haptics that makes his hand feel like he's touching grass. Oh. <laughs> and then if you touch the grass too hard, it'll pierce your skin and go through your hand. I mean, he's like a multi-billionaire. Yeah, like this people. Is this is like is, this, is he yeah. actually billions? They paid him bi- two billion for oh, Oculus. Okay, this is gonna lead to like some. This could become a reality. People gonna do pay to win shit so they won't die. Like you know, pay for like all oh, this protection gosh. and stuff. You're good, but you have to play it this way, man. Combine this with a VR backpack. Crazy. <laughs> What was that stupid vest <laughs> from back in the day? Oh, the impact. Oh, yeah, haptic what vest. Was it what was it called? <laughs> yeah, blow, it had the there. dumbest name oh, ever. It was, get there, blow. It was like in every blockbuster or whatever. <laughs> I, I want to say Menacer, but that was a Genesis. That was, like, yeah, um, Menacer was the like. <laughs> the Menacer was I had gone. Menacer. Oh man. Oh man, it was, it was for rent. I remember yeah. the, like the rental shops had them. 
But yeah, it basically was like a subwoofer that was on your chest. And somehow, like, every time it... Oh, it was like the bass from getting hit would then, like, pound your chest. That sounds sick. (laughs) It was ridiculous. Uh, But yeah, this thing... At this point, it is just a piece of office art. A thought-provoking reminder of unexplored avenues in game design. Office art? Yeah. It's just sitting around the... It better be so secured. Like These people don't know how to be normal humans. (laughs) They just don't get it anymore. They're so lost. There's no hope. Explosive charges in your office. Just sitting around is art. The, The Aura Interactor? Is a VR vest from the 90s? It wasn't VR. It I'm was just like hook it up VR. to a Genesis. Oh. Yeah. You would play it with what Mortal year? Kombat. Okay. Let's, yeah, let's try it early, like 92, 94, somewhere in there. Oh my gosh, that thing. Genesis it'd be like if I was a billionaire, you know, I'm obsessed with zombies. And it'd be like, yo, I'm going to make a haunted house. Dude, I'm making But if you the... get bit by a zombie, like, oh. you get. Infected with like a death virus or something, right. you know? I'm You'd be like, like what are you doing? I'm making the T virus actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just for the hell of it. Yeah. Well, the problem is if we actually do get those science stories, we're like, we've figured out how to. Was that bath salts? <laughs> I mean, the hu- I think Make the human brain rat. just like isn't built to withstand that amount of wealth. And you just live in a different yeah. reality yeah. completely. Yep. I think it's the Aura Interactor. I think that's. The vest. Okay. I, I think. think there's a different one, but maybe okay. that's, that's one of them for sure. Yeah. The, it like, looks it's like it's one a... of these things that like came back a couple of times for sure. Okay. But the, oh, this one's 94. So you're on a. Yeah. 94, 100 bucks. What systems did it work for? It says SNES, SNES. and Genesis. Yeah. And Sega CD. Wow. That's right yeah. in our wheelhouse. Dude, I never had that. Well, corrections can, if you find a different vibrating Dang. bass vest from the <laughs> 90s, please <laughs> let us know. I, I can't find anything else. Two games, two games, maybe. Yeah. My yeah. goodness, but yeah, um, stop it, Paul. Don't, yeah. Yeah, don't stop stay it, the night at Palmer Lucky's house. I guess. Just like, stop. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Palmer Lucky ever hands me a VR set at an event or nope. something? Yeah, uh, yeah. No, no, no dude. No. You put that on first. Yeah, yeah. Don't go to a sleepover yeah. for sure. <laughs> I'm good. Quit, quit buying Twitters and making killer headsets, billionaires. Just, like, yeah. feed people. What the fuck? God. <laughs> All right. Uh, back to Nintendo. We got a, a mid-year financial report. This is, like, second quarter, right? Oh, uh, yeah, because yeah, fiscal... Well, yeah, because uh, the halfway through the fiscal... Uh, yeah. April reports coming out now, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we got some updates on a bunch of numbers and some intriguing little tidbits... Little titty bits. Uh, Mario Kart, of course. Mario Kart. Yeah, of course. Uh, well, oh, we'll, we'll skip ahead. Mario Kart's over forty-eight million sold rain. on Switch now. That's it, dude. That's that's it. <laughs> that is an insane <laughs> Almost, hey, number. It's, it's on its way. Chasing GTA. Mario Kart Nine. Gonna chasing be that GTA, GTA, bro. Mario Kart Nine will be like chasing <laughs> GTA and Skyrim, baby. Watch. Yeah. Launch title too. But uh, two. Yeah, Switch switches up to 114.33 million total sales. Yep, a lot. Uh, 0.33 repeating, of course. uh, Which means the next to beat is PS4, which is right there, Mm -hmm. uh, 116.6 million. Yep, and then PS2. Then is Game Boy, Game Boy Color at 118.69 million. Yep, 
Then the DS. DS. What at a powerhouse. Million. Yeah, yeah. powerhouse. It's got a while, it's got a while to go. Yeah, probably, I don't think the Switch will get there. I don't yeah. think Switch will get 150. DS and PS2 are like the end. Like, yeah, 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 PS2 the, is yeah. just above 155 PS2 million. is the reigning like, champ. Switch doesn't have PS2. like a DVD player in it. Yeah. DVD players are popular still. Like It needs yeah. a little bit more. So many people bought PS2s for that DVD player. Yep. I know, man. Tons yeah. of people. Idea. Totally. It's like PS1 had the CD player too. Yeah, it's pretty smart. PS3 Blu-ray. Yeah, but there are smartphones for smartphones. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. putting multiple functions in there, yeah. Um, the uh, yeah, the last six months were down, citing the supply issues and mm-hmm. stuff. Six point six eight million units, nineteen uh, percent fewer consoles than the, the six months compared to last year. Yeah, um, here we go. So they reduced the forecast from twenty one million here to nineteen go. million, slowing down. Um, but they still expect. <laughs> They still expect to increase sales and profit for the year. Of course. Of course. Um, yeah. And the analysts Pokemon. point out that Pokemon. Yep. Nintendo Pokemon. always gives uh, conservative estimates. So they oh. could still come out ahead of what they say. Yeah, it'll probably still be over $20 million for the year. Um, yeah. Some individual game sales. Splatoon 3. Dude. $7.9 yeah, million. a lot. Blow, what you Fastest say? Switch launch ever. And how about you tell how many, do you know how many of those were just from Japan only? Oh, I don't have to break down on Splatoon. I do. What is it? Five million of those sales are from Japan. That's wow. huge. That's so Japan insane. loves Splatoon. Oh, yeah. They Caring love that love series. Yeah. Sick. Um, uh, Switch Sports, 6.15 million. Ugh. Yeah. Switch freaking sports, man. <laughs> Everything sells on the system. I know. Everything, yeah, no matter what. We talked about Mario Kart, but in the past six months alone, 3.07 million. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. It's just a game you could recommend to anybody. Yeah. Anyone. Game. Yeah. All ages. Yeah. If you're a anybody. game for all ages and all skill levels you, and you're on Switch, get and paid. Still in the middle of another uh, DLC pack. Yep. Uh, the yeah, we still got still a couple got of those. Yeah. Right. Still, still perfect timing for it. Are we it. caught up on that? Mm, we, we are. We are. Like, right? We're yeah. waiting for the next okay, one. I, yeah. I look to you guys to keep me yeah, on we're caught up. We streamed the second wave. So fun. Yeah. Big time fun. It was during our event. Yep. We did it. Yeah. Um, I said no if one came out after that. No. Kirby and the Forgotten Land Yo. is now the best-selling Kirby game ever. Switch effect. Clap for Switch that. 2.61 million units. Clapping for that. 2.6. The previous best, the original Kirby. Kirby's Dream Land. Yeah. Oh, on Game Boy? Yeah. I had that. This game was cool. Yeah, good game. Yeah. So for all these Neat. years, it had, it had been the best-selling. And now yeah. it was the, fi- it was the first Finally. Kirby game to make me want to play it. That's what it took. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because it's 3D now or something. Well, what high like, praise. Very tradition- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Smash never wanted to uh, make you play Kirby. Only in Smash, but okay. not oh, a yeah. Kirby game. Okay. Along with that, um, Animal Crossing New Horizons, it was revealed, is Japan's all-time best-selling game. Yeah. Period. Ever. Ever. Yep. Wow. Yep. 10.45 million, beating the previous record holder, which was Pokemon Red, Green, and Blue. Wow. At 10.23 million. In 10 Japan million only. for the number one Japanese only in selling Japan. game? Yeah, no, that's yeah. what Just I mean. In yeah. Japan sales figures, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, the worldwide, Animal Crossing New Horizons has sold 40.17 million. <laughs> so fourth. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, Japan has a population of 125.7 million people in 2021, just for reference. Mm. Great. So it's like reference less point, than 10% of people are playing video games? <laughs> <laughs> Great reference point. Um, and then Xenoblade 3, 1.72 million. Not too that shabby. That seems good for yeah. Xenoblade 3. Dominic is worried about this. But yeah. I mean, he said it's lower than two. Uh-oh. It's, it's like, yeah, two is still the best-selling one, 
And there was some concern about its longevity. Oh, no. Given, like, its monthly positioning compared to two. I saw some, like, arguments that two kind of thrived a little bit more because it also got to ride the the hype of Pyramithra being in Smash Brothers Ultimate. Right. um, Which did drive a lot of sales, especially in Japan. It sold out again in Japan when they were introduced as the DLC pass characters. So I don't... I'm worried if three will have the legs of two because of the benefits afforded two. Right. Um, and yeah, I, I think this. I would not be surprised if this is the last like Xenoblade game, and they move. They have Microsoft right. move on to other projects. Yeah. Well, they have that other franchise that they, they have other projects shown off yet, but they're yeah. hiring for you. Yeah, it's definitely it has it's popular, and I would would love them to keep working on Xenoblade, but I think it's it it, it that's. It's never going to be bigger than what it is, and like two is probably like the pinnacle right. of its popularity. Well, even in your review, you were talking about you feel like they've kind of run their course with the structure. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's a whole different argument. Yeah, mm-hmm. from like the perspective of their their game design, but I think it's just like the yeah the nature of the game. It like there are other it's been advertised open world. That's not really doing it. It's tried you know different like you know kind of like hooks you know mechs or. I mean, X had like playable like mechs and flying around and stuff, yeah. and that was a whole different. That was like the worst. Yeah, I'm one. curious what X would be like if it were not stuck on the Wii U. There's no real way to judge those sales. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I, I just I feel bad. I always I, always, I hope three would be, like I hope three would be more of a breakout. Right. Like that, I, I was hoping that it would like easily would surpass two sales, or at least the trajectory looked like it was going to clear two sales and. Um, it might still. There's not to say it won't, but I think it's a little bit lower than maybe some people expected it would be at this point. So yeah, that's a little bummer. But you know, still a good game, still decent sales, and uh, yeah, Monolith Soft. You know, hopefully they get that a uh, project someday that that, that that jumps into that top ten with them. I mean, yeah, they contribute on Zelda though. But yeah, that's the thing. They've been what? they've been also supporting these other yeah. Nintendo projects, so, yeah. which I think is good. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just give them another, give them their own Zelda game sometime. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, yeah, we'll see. It's yeah. so it's so interesting to me that Animal Crossing sold so well, and yet Nintendo was just like, "We're done after this DLC. That's it. <laughs> That's their mo. We're not though, milking yeah. this. I know it's totally Nintendo. Yeah. It's very them, yeah. but it's just such a funny business model. It, it works, so whatever. Yeah, I think it, it comes down to I think how they manage their teams. Where like I just yeah, I think they don't want their people working on the same thing endlessly. Like. Yeah, they they're want not, them to move on to something fresh. They don't view it as a, exactly. as a games as a service. Which fits their like even their hardware philosophy for the last last twenty years. Basically, they don't want to keep doing the same thing. They'd like to try to make new things. So I think that's just why. I think the with things like Mario Kart, it's like or Mario, even like Mario Party, like when it eventually gets updates, it's like they're just they're so big you you can't look away from them. Like you like. What you need to support this in some capacity. Like, <laughs> this is gargantuan. You're kind of crazy to not support this. Whereas Animal Crossing is, you'd think it'd be in that layer. And they did support it for some while, but I think there's always a cutoff. Mario Kart, it's a little bit of a weird case that after so long of no more support, right. they came back to it. But like Smash Brothers, they're walking away from easy money on that table. They could have done like a money. wave three yeah. if they wanted to. Yeah. Same with Animal like, Crossing. Yeah, 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 like so many. So much money. Yeah, so Animal Crossing is 40 million, and, and yeah. Mario Kart is 48. Yeah, like I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like I understand what that, like, why they're walking away when it's like that popular. 
but the more more like more likely just get like make a new Animal Crossing at some point right. and just like go with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yep. dang man, like yeah. devs, like was it Yokutar even said like he wished Nier was done sooner so like one of the characters would have been eligible for Smash Brothers Ultimate, oh. but they like missed that cut. So it's like they had to settle for Soul Calibur. Yeah, to sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, overall, in that six months period, uh, 15 million sellers on the Switch, including third-party games. Nice. Um, and uh, kind of in the end there, they announced a new subsidiary oh. uh, in collaboration with mobile developer DNA. Uh, Nintendo has 80% share of uh, this new company called Nintendo Systems Company LTD, uh, focused on the development and operation of services to strengthen the digitalization of Nintendo's business. So that very well could be what we were just talking about. I like the sound of that. Yeah, sure. I mean, kind of fits their, um, the D- what DNA was doing. I mean, their original partnership for like mobile stuff, right. you, know, you know, how that went. But this is a little bit like different. So, I mean, th- this seems like more their wheelhouse that they could help. But who knows? I don't know. Sometimes these things pan out and become something like very interesting and unique. Sometimes it's just like... Something in the background that we really yeah. never noticed, and it was just been there for like forever. And like, oh yeah, that was a thing. And just you know, not everything's like a megaton when it comes to like Nintendo new business formations, like stuff like this. Yeah, they just do a better job of highlighting things in the eShop. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I imagine it's yeah something along that lines. I mean, it'd be nice. Or maybe if- they uh, tie you know tighten up that uh, online. Supposedly, that's yeah. Who knows, Nintendo? Yeah, you keep hearing things like this time they've got a new structure that's going to be better. Do something, yeah, yeah. It's going to fix it. This is the one. I think a lot of it though still comes down to the Switch wireless, because like even Mm -hmm. like when I when Brad when I had you bring in your Switch Mm -hmm. to do that music after for Splatoon, Mm -hmm. like even there it was like disconnecting, and like they were they were feet away from each other, you know, and it's. When I play Splatoon with the wired connection, I don't have that many issues. Yeah. So it's really like something in the, the wireless antenna is not yeah. great. 3DS Smash member having that Ooh. issue too. A lot of drops. Yikes. Like that. that was not great. I mean, that's older tech and older hardware, obviously. Dude. Yeah, Compromised. Yeah. yeah. One time, I'm being an all-time low playing Smash on the 3DS wireless. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord! Remember those dongles? Yeah. Dongles you had to plug into a PC, oh, or like DS. <laughs> oh yeah, when Nintendo had their yeah. own like little Wi-Fi yep. thing. Yeah, I <laughs> had that Nintendo thing. Nintendo online always. Um, but then uh, they always have these little investor Q and A things. Did they ask about F Zero again? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I didn't see the whole Q and A. Oh, someone buy a new stock to ask. Did someone? Yeah, this yeah. time. Blood. Did you do it again? But the uh, <laughs> Palmer Lucky should have just done that instead. Seriously. Yeah. Right. Uh, but uh, one thing that did come out of that uh, is uh, Miyamoto talking want... about backwards you... compatibility. Oh, sorry. I was, was just, that? I was just thinking about Palmer Lucky being a major shareholder for Nintendo. He, he would just want like Joy-Con to like, blow your hands off or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Backwards <laughs> um, compatibility, blood. Yeah. Tell so, me more. So this is interesting. So this Tell is a more. translation of uh, Miyamoto's comments uh, from VGC contributor Robert Sefazon. Uh, In the past, we provided a service known as the Virtual Console that allowed users to play older video games on new consoles with newer hardware. As long as the hardware remained unchanged, those games could continue to be played. However, the publishing rights to video games are complicated, and we have said that we would only add titles after securing the necessary rights. 
Of course, video games developed for dedicated consoles were created in different development environments for each console. As a result, when the hardware changed, the development environment could not necessarily be reused, and so the video games that had been released on older consoles could not be played on newer consoles without additional modifications. So he's talking about why Virtual Console isn't on Switch, basically. That's enlightening. Uh, recently, however, development environment has increasingly become more standardized. And we now have an environment that allows players to enjoy older video games on newer consoles more easily than there ever before. Go. However, Nintendo's strength is in creating new video game experiences. <laughs> so when we release new hardware in the future, we would like to showcase unique video games that could not be created with pre-existing hardware. Uh, so, so you can do both. You can do both. You can do you both. Can do both. But you can have new IPs all the time, but you can also curate and help your older games live and it's, survive it's, to it's, new generations and to older people who want to go back. But just be prepared, Huber, for having to pony up for that 4K version of Breath of the Wild yeah, on just, Switch 2. Uh, you have to buy it like brand new. Your, your copy of Breath of the Wild will not work uh, on Switch 2. That's true. Watch. They'll yeah. make you have to buy a new version of it that runs on Switch too, because you know Nintendo. Definitely, if it was like annoying. from this point forward, <laughs> yeah, it? it'll be you can play it on everything going forward. I, yeah, well, that's yeah. The, that's what they yeah. need to get that's to. That's the expectation yeah. I think a lot of people have. I and, think Xbox is helping to fuel that too. And yeah. it, it, the, the industry trend has been that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the, get again, on Microsoft's level. Trying to predict what Nintendo's going to do is not a very it's wise impossible. thing. Yeah, it's impossible. It's a monkey's pot. They'll and give I you mean, what you want, but not how. I mean, like the <laughs> you're totally right that they'd make you buy Breath of the Wild again for Switch Two, but I bet you they'd also like only have it unvaulted for like three months. You have to buy it in that window. Or you're yeah. never sure you get absolutely it. bought it in that window. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Look at all the complaints of all the Wii U ports to Switch that they were full, not only full price, in some cases more expensive than the original, than what they were being sold yeah. for on Wii, right. like Wii U Shop, like Donkey yeah. Kong Country Tropical it's Freeze. A whole was weird $10 more on Switch. Because it's yeah. like Funky Kong Tax. Yeah, the Funky Kong Tax. When you talk about Xenoblade and you talk about Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze and like yes. all of these games, like there's no way they've made any profit on the Wii U versions of those games. And they were basically probably only on sale so that they could make whatever they could make. And so, yeah, it, like them putting out those Switch versions is almost like as if they had released them simultaneously on two platforms to me. To where it's like, yeah, this is, this now we can actually like sell this game because we have a platform people want. <laughs> yeah, I made that argument too. But still see like the other side is that you're yeah. looking at, in some cases, four plus year old games being released again for mm -hmm. sometimes the most expensive version of it. And yeah, it might run a little bit better, but it's not exactly like a Last of Us. Like the like the PS4, PS5 upgrades, like 60 frame guarantee or mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. you know, a resolution up like an increase in resolution, like clearly define what you're getting there. Maybe increased texture, you know, work or better texture work, stuff like that. That's never really the case with this. They anymore. added like Funky Kong or something, right? Yeah, yeah, Funky, yeah, Kong, Funky Kong, Kong tax. tax. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of these do add a few new things, but yeah. in some cases you don't get all the content, yeah. or it's a trade-off. Like uh, Captain Toad. Mm, um, yeah. There are the there's content in the Wii U version that's not in the Switch version. I Ooh. think vice versa. So like, there's no like. There's, sometimes it makes this there's, no there's no, edition, there's no yeah. more definitive edition for these. You need to own both if you want to have all the content. So it gets a little weird like that. Where I mean, Square Enix does this a lot too. Like mm -hmm. the Pixel remasters do not have the the bonus content from the other releases. But some other companies, like I would say, like maybe maybe is if I'm remembering like Sony maybe does a bet. Like does Last of Us remastered have like everything that was in? Nope. 
Oh, does it? Never mind. <laughs> doesn't that have multiplayer? Doesn't have multiplayer? Oh, yeah. the remake. Yeah, but the remake does not have multiplayer. The, the remastered it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how easy? It's still easy to play that version, though, right? The, the remaster. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so easy. Yeah, yeah. easiest. And then the, what, what did the remaster go for? More money than the original version? I want to say it was. I don't think it was more when it came out. Cheaper, dude. Yeah, I think it was like fifty. Yeah, I think it was. Huh. They do, and Maybe. Nintendo does do wrong, that though. sometimes. Correction incoming. Yeah. Like they do their HD version. It was fifty. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. pretty sure. Sword was full, Scarlet Sword HD was sixty full bucks, price, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think was One Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD uh, like the, lower. The they were lower, I think. I think they were fifty they, bucks. They made the remaster cheaper because then the remake was seventy, so you oh, split the difference Lord. there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess the remaster got a ten ten dollar price drop <laughs> at at a point. At least they kept it available. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's the one thing I hate is when they like yeah. pulled something away. Well, for a while, I think yeah. Donkey Country, Country Tropical Freeze was unavailable when oh. the Switch version came out. They pulled it from the I shop. I remember that. Dude, yeah. Whether turkey. it was intentional or some kind of thing. It Shot Wii like in the gone. head, yeah. dude. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Took it out back. But, yeah, you know, it, it's interesting to be talking about, you know, just even if it's on the side a little bit, talking about what's coming up next. Um, yeah, it's like first official content con- comments about yeah. new hardware. Mm-hmm. Like they've never like I don't think they've said anything about like the next hardware. The words even yeah, they're next thinking hardware. about it. Oh, said, yeah. They always say like we're always working on next hardware, but yeah. this, and this is pretty much a general statement as well. But coming from Miyamoto, like you just like headlines. I know it's yeah. people are probably gonna make more out of it than what it really is. But yeah, Miyamoto. New hardware, tension, <sighs> high stakes. Yeah. So, like, if if the next thing though from Nintendo isn't just a Switch Two, will you guys be disappointed? Like, have we gotten define Switch Two like a hybrid console, or do you mean like backwards hybrid, compatible? No, like a hybrid console, like handheld and home console. Like, it, to me, it's like <sighs> I know that Nintendo historically has always kind of done something different every time. Yeah. But here, it just feels like they nailed it so well. I I found myself wondering if they would change it up again. Well, the other trick mm. to that though is. Otherwise, they would have to release two things, right? And right. They would have to release a handheld thing, and right. they would have to release a home thing. And Which so they've done, or they did for many years. Yeah, but they've combined those teams yeah. and everything. Yeah. Now, I mean, I would stick with what they're doing. If yeah, I, I feel them. like they can't go back. I, yeah, yeah, I don't. Unless see. it's just a phone, straight up. They're like not, they're it's they're a game that's a phone. phone, or you know, or maybe maybe it would be similar to uh, the Series X and S, where it's like. You know, it's like okay, I there's a handheld version. I hope so. Uh, that you know, that's yeah, it's only a hand. Or maybe you could still hook it up to a TV, but it's less powerful. Yeah. And then there's like the home version that I, want, you know, oh, yeah. I could see more, that yeah, possibly yeah, being power. an option. I really hope there's a home version with no handheld version to give me the option. You know, yeah. You'd sell about options. They, and it's like I never use the handheld version. I just I don't. I commute to where I need to go, and when I play video games, I'm going to play them at my house. I use, like yeah. I don't need. The handheld at all. So if you're gonna have handheld only versions, it'd be nice if they had home only versions as well. Yeah, I I, I, I use my handheld, but like I would be very interested in like a more powerful version. Yes. Um, not I don't think they've done like anything like that for launches, but they've done like two different SKUs for launches. Wii U had two SKUs. They had right. like the, the but it was storage capacity for that. Yeah. It wasn't anything Such like a weird power thing. thing. So it's not like they've never done multiple SKUs at launch mm-hmm. but uh, it does seem like something they probably wouldn't want to do because it'd We're be too GameCube confusing colors. I mean that's yeah <laughs> I can see them doing like the, the hybrid or the, the normal switch first and then a few years later this would be like their kind of like 
in between release because they didn't do oh, sure. all the rumors like the about OLED Switch Pro. Type we kept hearing about Switch Pro. We never got that. Yeah. Maybe this is what they wanted to do. But I think yeah. in a way, because like we you know we see like the Switch Lite and everything, uh, it feels to me like they just see a greater potential in selling a handheld only one because yeah. then it's like chances are more people are going to buy more than one at totally. home. Yep. Of a handheld. Yep. Totally. But at the same time. This, that's how people are using the Series S. Like they'll have an Xbox Series X in one room, and then mm-hmm. they'll nice have a spare room or kids or whatever that they'll give the Series S to because it's cheaper. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, I think that was the best benefit. Switch Lite was getting more units per household, which was one of their stated Nintendo's stated objectives with it. Yeah, but yeah, those uh, you know, those mid-cycle refreshes. Like, I mean, Nintendo's been doing that. They have done. Light variations. I've done slightly more. DSi was technically a slightly more powerful new right. 3DS. Yeah, it was a more powerful Game version. Game Boy Color. Yeah, they top they, loading NES. Yeah, so like, they, they've done yeah. they've done the mid cycle thing before. So SP. if they wa- if they wanted to do that, oh, like SP. two variations, yeah, I SP think that's great. how they would do it. They would not do it at launch. I think it actually would be kind of one version would I think maybe trump the other, and Nintendo would take it the wrong way. Sure. Yeah. So do one first, let it sell, and then bring in the I would argue bring in the home more powerful version down the line because that's more of an enthusiast project. For the gamers, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just think, like, I, I assume they'll still do a hybrid, but I think, like, the the ever-present dream of docking it makes it more powerful would be the, the way to go. Like, docking yeah. it is 4K, handheld is 2K yeah. or whatever. I, just, I don't know exactly how reasonable that <laughs> I don't know. That yeah, 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 I, I, don't, yeah. I have no idea. That's the dream, though. I like your yeah. dream. Mm-hmm. It seems like a natural evolution yeah. of it the model, like, but... Give it a supercharge. It, it, dock yeah. it in. It feels like a Genesis solution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Just you put it into the 32X, <laughs> the Switch 32X and the CD pack. drive. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think Nintendo's ever going to try and go for, like, parody again. I no, know that's like no, the, no, no, like, no, no. A lot no. of people they want won't. that. Oh, yeah. They don't want to sell a $500 device. Yeah. No. No, yeah, they won't. I prefer a Nintendo that's not aiming at parody like the the wii u era when they were like trying to play catch up or, or like me Dude, too they you were know? so far behind they were still. so far behind still and it's just like no yeah, do your own thing that's where you shine like for sure. yeah, i don't think that was about playing catch no up, but, but yeah maybe the most then or Only gamecube, GameCube. Maybe? To, be fair, yeah. GameCube. to be fair i don't think they've ever done a one-to-one like at parody catch up because even when you want to argue stuff like gamecube Proprietary weird disc, no DVD yeah, playback. Yeah. Yes, like, they always do. They something. always do something well, yeah, I mean, to hamstring themselves. Wii U, mm-hmm. little late to the party with HD, and then a gamepad gimmick that people thought was the Wii U. Want to know why they couldn't just buy that? So a whole slew of issues. It's like the last time they were really at parity was like Super Nintendo, and like, and I would say argue N64. No, because the CD cartridge debate had already begun. Super Nintendo was the last time they were playing on even ground. Resident Evil Remake yeah. is still one of the best looking video games. Oh yeah, it, 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 all time. But it, yeah, no. yes. But like, yeah. I remember, I remember <laughs> Schoolyard Me was Two making discs. was making yeah. this argument. I was like, Nintendo keeps hamstringing themselves. Everyone else has gone discs. They're cartridges. Why are they doing these mini discs? There's always some you know? weird, they always like fed yeah, some weird controversy that, whether it was like merited or not. The GameCube yeah. disc size is not really that big of a factor. No. No, it's, it's not the it's, size. It's the fact it couldn't play back DVDs and then sure. the thing looked like a toy. Sure. Like people would just look at it. And I, use, like, I use a handle. handle. Like it had a handle. Crazy, though. Yeah, I, it's yeah. for bringing it to your friend's house. Yeah, yeah sure. I did okay. that so much in the GameCube era. And then they kind of like Botched it by doing instead of like doubling down on like 
software that was comparable to other platforms, they still let their thing of we want experiences you can't get anywhere else. The Pac-Man game, the the, the, the oh, stuff the like that, the, 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 the Link cable and the Game stuff, Boy yeah. connectivity and all those weird things that they focused on all those E3s before they were like, wait, maybe we should try going back this way, but then it was like too late. And it's like, and then it led to like, well, maybe we got to do something else. And that led to Wii. So sometimes it pays off very well with like with Wii Switch, I think, is more about like just like the hybrid than any kind of like ingenuity in terms of like yeah. a hook to the gameplay. But every like since like N sixty four onward, there's been some aspect that they've just done differently that's yeah. been uniquely Nintendo, and it's like a love hate thing. You sometimes you love yeah. them for them, I would say with, with the, the GameCube, the, the the controller was probably more of the, a oh, detriment for too. third parties just because of like oh, yeah. only one <laughs> top oh, shoulder right. bike. The Z yeah. button. <laughs> so obvious, yeah. Like That's easy to forget, but right. that's something simple as that, not having a standardized controller that you know but was easy to port games for. Still, I played Splinter Cell. I played Burnout. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gamer was a great system. It actually system. had quite a bit of third-party support. I wish it did. You it know, just, I yeah. wish it sold better. The PS2 was just such a sales juggernaut. And it had a year head start. And it had the DVD head start. And yeah. Just, no. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the thing. GTA. Resident Evil Remake, though. Mm-hmm. All day. Yeah. Watching yeah. DVDs so, though. Dude. Well, another thing is, <laughs> so like Hubert, to be honest, like yeah, having Resident Evil Four was like exclusive was a big deal. Mm -hmm. yeah, but like PlayStation it, got all the juggernauts. It got ported like and a year later exactly. too. I, hate, yeah. I say Resident Evil is a huge series, Separate but ways. like Grand Theft Auto blows it out of the water. Like when you get GTA exclusive oh, to PlayStation yeah. Two, oh, GTA Three, it's like in San Andreas and, and in Vice City before it, you can't compete with that. Yeah. And then it being the per, like the system preferred for like Madden. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Can't the start of Call of Duty. Having you know, some which, sort of online yeah. thing, too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Online infrastructure. Yeah. yeah it was so calm. So calm. Final Fantasy yeah. 11. You got Final Fantasy yeah. migrated hey, to we it. had PSO. Yeah. PSO, I think that was, like, the only game, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, like, all, like, even though they were at parody, a lot of the best third-party exclusives that sold the best were ending up on, on PlayStation too, yep. and not coming to Nintendo. Game Definitely. Game. Yeah. Yeah, I think when Resident Evil 4 finally hit on PS2, it like made the yeah. GameCube version obsolete, basically. Yeah. Extra content. Yeah. yeah. It was still not as good. <laughs> oh, it didn't look as good. Yeah. No, no of course. But yeah. No. Yeah, it's a, that's Extra a weird content. one. Where that is a weird when one. you talk about lack of definitive editions, like that yeah, was... that Wii, was well, that era. We got the yeah. Wii Defenders out now there. We got the the yeah, now we got the definitive... Well, the Wii edition is probably like the real definitive edition because it's the only one that has the motion controls oh, in it, right? four? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah Wii yeah. is the best Because no version... Yeah. At, like the Switch version of RE4 doesn't have motion controls as far as I understand. Um, it, doesn't have, you don't, it doesn't have that. What do you say? I don't think RE4 yeah, don't Switch think so. has the... You can't use the Joy-Cons as motion aiming. Yeah, the Wii version's it. Yeah. Yeah. Get that Wii version. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can waggle for the knife, right? Wasn't that also in there? Yeah, Probably. I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that cheese ages. meta right there. It was the best. You could feel the cheese. Yeah. Feel that the pointer, cheese. obviously you could have interference, but that pointer is still unmatched in terms of... The game was not to be played with that much no, accuracy. Like, no, 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 yeah. Was that was part of the fun was the, like, converting tank controls with, like, new third-person mm -hmm. perspective. Oh, well, like, yeah, the VR right. one is, is really good. Oh, yeah, VR. Yeah, RE4 like, VR is good. Well, you have to play in VR. It's in VR, though. That's yeah. It's, yeah. But what, it's, it's yeah, upside and it's downside. It. No, okay. I think it's a really cool way. I think I would like, recommend the original game first. Okay. Then play that later. We've got more news to come. But if you've been enjoying the show so far, please take a second to like and subscribe and ring the bell on YouTube. It helps us and it helps you stay connected. And now, a word from our sponsors. With the bustling holiday season just around the corner, 
It's the perfect time to plan ahead with Factor, a ready-to-eat meal delivery. They shop, prep, cook, and deliver to your door so you can enjoy chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals during the holidays, minus the hassle. These are really good. Sophia and I got a few, and we were eating them. Uh, they're shockingly good microwavable delivery meals. I really like them. Plus, with 34 meals per week, including gourmet plus keto, calorie smart, vegan plus veggie, and 36 plus weekly add-ons, you'll have plenty of nutritious, flavorful options to choose from. My holidays are already jam-packed, luckily. Factors fresh, never-frozen meals make it easy to fuel up fast when I'm on the go, and I save time when meals are de uh, delivered ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Yeah, you get like a box of several of them, and you can just heat them up. You don't have to, you don't have to prep anything or cook anything, which is much more my speed when it comes to uh, cooking, you know? Also, ooh, I just learned about this right now. Uh, apparently need a special occasion meal. Gourmet Plus is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast upscale options done easy. I gotta look into that. I'm interested in that. But yeah, not only does Factor offer fast, simple solutions when I'm too busy to cook, which is literally always, they also help me stay on top of my goals with offerings like Protein Plus and Keto. I can stay on track. This is definitely going to come in handy during the holiday season. Head to go.factor75.com slash allies60 and use code allies60 as in five more than 55, not 16, 60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code allies60 at go.factor75.com slash allies60 to get 60% off your first box. Geo.factor75.com slash allies60 to get 60% off your first box. They're good. Do it. Selling things online is harder than you think, and I would not ever recommend trying to do it yourself. You should always try to do it with someone who can handle all the logistics, because they're annoying and complicated and weird and hard. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether your thing is vintage teas or recipes for ghee, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of your favorite businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll create an online store in your vibe, discover new customers, and grow the following that keeps them coming back. Shopify has all the sales channels sorted so your business keeps growing from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to a 24-7 support and free libraries full of educational content, Shopify's got you every step of the way. It's how every minute new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify, and you will too. You need help selling stuff online. It's complicated. How do you get seen? How do you get your product out there? How do you ship it? Shopify will help you out. When you're ready to launch your thing into the spotlight, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform backing millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Go try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com allies, all lowercase, 
Go to shopify.com slash allies to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash allies. S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash allies. This show, the Easy Allies podcast, is sponsored by BetterHelp. I love therapy. I think you would also love therapy. It's no secret that I love therapy. It's been hugely important to me. Uh, And yeah, I don't know where I would be without it. I'd probably be a lot sadder and a lot different looking. Um, But yeah, uh, try it. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual. So when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Uh, But yeah, I think that therapists with their training basically help you write your own user manual. I think everyone should have therapy and BetterHelp is a great way to get it if you don't have access to it locally. You can get it online. You can shop around. If you don't like who they give you, just switch to a new person on BetterHelp. It's real easy. And there's nothing wrong with that. You're not going to get it right on your first try every time. So many people I know just think therapy is not for them because the first therapist they've ever tried wasn't a good fit. That's not the way it works. Just get a different one. Um, As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com allies. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash allies betterhelp.com slash allies check it out and if you are a patron of easy allies thank you all right we have my least favorite kind of news story but i I wanted to try to dive into it a little bit but it's 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 almost it's complicated too dense to dive into yeah Yeah. it's a lot so basically drama composer mick gordon versus id's marty uh marty o'donnell no no marty stratton Stratton. yeah the director i've got the wrong marty uh yeah marty stratton um but yeah so you might remember from around the time that the game came out and the soundtrack came out doom or doom eternal doom Doom eternal Eternal. doom eternal um that there's controversy over the soundtrack, uh, in which only a few of the tracks had been mixed by Mick Gordon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then soon after, uh, Marty Stratton posted a statement on Reddit, essentially saying that Gordon hadn't held up his end of the deal. Yeah, I remember missing the deadlines, right? Yeah. It was a big thing. And that the studio was forced to, to make up for it. Mm-hmm. This week, Mick Rebuttal. Gordon posted like a 14,000-word defense. Wow. Yeah. Like of this- Everything that happened during that development. Receipts. Encyclopedia of receipts. Okay. Yeah, let's like some tax documents. Yeah. Maybe. Let's hear yeah. some receipts. Let's hear some of these. Yeah. Basically claiming uh, that the studio lied about what really happened and mm-hmm. they had offered to pay him six figures hush to stop money. talking about hush it. Hush money. Straight up hush yeah. money. Dude. Dude. He, the stuff he lists, he's like not allowed to talk about soundtrack at all not allowed to say anything bad about bethesda or zenimax games or anything like that is that he would sign that and get that's the hush part, money that's right. like part of the terms of the agreement yes okay. wait did he get the hush he money didn't, or he, no, refused no, no. he refused it. okay yeah, yeah. okay um, hence so, he's talking wow. about yes. it yeah. wow yeah okay yeah. wow yeah. wow wow <laughs> that wouldn't make sense yeah yeah he, he <laughs> just getting all my ducks in a row during de- he's, he claimed that during development he had to write for two levels worth of music per month before the levels even existed mm-hmm. 
and as a result, had to constantly work on rewrites because he'd write the music. And then when the levels were finished, we're like, well, this doesn't fit. So we've got to yeah. go back in and, and work with it more. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the unfinished music that he was told had been rejected, just like ideas and sketches and stuff, oh. they actually ended up putting it into the game wow. and in the soundtrack. Wow. Uh, oh, and yeah. according to him, this meant that they used four hours and 46 minutes of his music, but only paid him for two hours and 22 minutes. Damn. That's a receipt. That's that a is a strong receipt. receipt. Yep. Yeah. Down uh, to the minutes. He yeah. Al- he also claims that he was under no contract to produce a soundtrack. Yeah. When they announced it as a pre-order bonus at E3. He didn't know. Yeah, which then no puts idea. all these legal obligations on when this thing can be delivered and everything, right? Um, so he felt like he was pressured into working on this thing, even though they had never talked about it. They had never scoped it out. They had never put a plan together. Um, so he agreed to do 12 tracks. But then, like, last minute when they had to deliver, like, they were saying, it's like, no, 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 you have to get it done and, you know, in the time frame. We can't delay it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They decided to add 47 poorly edited pieces with mm-hmm. embarrassing technical issues that were just like, just grabbing like just bits and pieces of the stuff that was, because in the game, you know, like it plays dynamically, this yep. little thing, that little thing. Yeah, totally. So they just sort of cram things together without as much, you know, intent. Structure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, which is why like when you listen to a soundtrack, it's not usually the same exact thing that you hear in the game, right? Yeah. Yeah, which is why you don't always like want to like just rip a thing. The end yeah. credits of Cyberpunk Edge Runners love that song, but it's different in the show versus like the official version of the right. song. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Tetris effect, a lot of that kind of thing too. Yeah. Uh, he detailed uh, backs and forth with uh, Stratton, in which he tried to address the unreasonable schedule. He dis- he detailed issues with payments because he like had to wait a long time to get paid even. Um, and after the issues with the soundtrack, he thought that they were going to work together to like hammer out a joint statement, a joint yeah. solution. But instead, Stratton just made this Reddit post that just threw him under the bus. Wow! Uh, which he claims is full of lies and misinformation, damaging his career yep. and reputation. Yep, big time. It's just so shocking. It shocks me to my core because it is is widely celebrated, not just critically, but you know, commercially mm-hmm. as one of the best video game soundtracks. Yeah. It is such a that's something that people are saying too now is that like they got the game awards for his his soundtrack, but he doesn't have them. Like they have them at their oh they have the awards yeah so wow. like give him back his awards wow oh, dude yeah that's it, scummy dude. Yeah, it's just, it's really shocking. I have no, like, insights into it, but, you know, I I would think after Doom 2016 that the relationship between him and... Well, it's not just that. It goes back further than that. He worked on Wolfenstein stuff. Mm -hmm. You would think that that relationship would be special Mm -hmm. and that they would treat him with respect, and it doesn't seem like respect was given. Yeah. It seems like it's a, a, a lot about it was just like poor project management, yeah. right? That the the not having their own house in order just spilled over into mixed dealings with them, mm-hmm. and he sounds like he fell a little bit through the cracks there. And you know they tried to save face, and he, you're because you're absolutely right, Huber. I mean, someone who had their like the, their studio act together would have been like, 
the dude like take care of him yeah. what he wants yeah. he's like, instrumental Iconic. to this like this is like every Doom game you, you should be thinking Mick Gordon soundtrack what's yeah. it gonna be can't wait to hear this thing yeah. looking forward to it and now it's like yeah just terrible situation all around and like having that much documentation like yeah. these things happen like it seems like recently the stu- type yep. of stuff has been happening where accusations yep. are thrown around but bringing receipts like this mm-hmm. like very yep. important and like Hey, doing the right thing, like saying no to like the hush money, so you can yeah. talk about this freely, and uh, because yeah, if he took that, like he'd be in so much trouble totally. talking about this. And the part about like I think until we heard this story, people just assumed it was the truth that mm-hmm. like something went wrong and it was probably on his end where right. he didn't fulfill his obligations. Well, and it sounds it, like he's been trying yeah, to work something out with them, and it's yeah. just not going and anywhere. It's not working, and it sounds like he might not be having some trouble getting work other places because saying it's damaging his reputation. So he probably got pushed to the brink here. It's like, sorry, I, I, I liked you guys. I tried, even with all this shit you threw at me. I tried to make this work, but we're at that breaking point now, and I have to like, you know, speak yeah. up about this. And I wouldn't be surprised if this leads to, you know, legal action. Some legal action yeah, here. Yeah, this is gonna behalf. go on. I yeah. feel like for a year or two. Yeah, you're gonna be hearing about this. Yeah, yeah for a while. that's something that's so crazy about hush money too, because it's like, the landscape can change so much in a few years. You know. Like how painful would it be if he took if you take the hush money, and then like the landscape changes and everyone's telling tales about things you know and you right. can't yeah yeah because you're under an NDA yeah it is such a mark in his favor by by not accepting the hush money you know it like it it I want to believe his side of the story obviously because of the receipts but like. Not Ye- taking that money. It's like, okay, he yeah, is right. fighting for what he believes is right here. That helps so much. Like, How many like law shows do you watch where it's like a great witness or something? They're like, but you accepted the bribe or something. You yeah. took the hush yeah. money. Yeah. And they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. they calls it a question your character. Yeah. So it's You're like, guilty. Yeah, you don't yeah. have that kind of like, you know, right dogging you as well. Yeah. Dude, this is going to become like a Netflix show. This like drama. <laughs> watch. Yeah. Well, here, here's an interesting thing, though, oh, too. More wrinkles. Here we go. <laughs> Similarly. Sarah Schachner, who uh, has been a composer on multiple Call of Duty games, mm-hmm. she had a similar situation. She parted ways with Call of Duty over increasingly challenging work dynamics with the audio director. We oh, don't have man. as much detail about what all that means, but it's like she's just, you know, can't Holy can't crap. deal with it. What's going on there? Is this going to be like the next area of de- like development, like in, in, in arts? Soundtracks, video game soundtracks, because it's been VFX artists for so and Marvel, like all the mm. shit with that. Yeah. Now is it we're gonna get like exposed like the the audio Sweet. side where there's been like some very bad practices going on and some uh, yeah. composers I mean, being treated like shit. In a sadly, I think you'll find that in any in any yeah. situation where money okay. people are interfacing with artists, the yeah. artists are being taken advantage of most of the time. There you yeah. go. But yeah. the real answer specifically yeah. composers. I I'm wondering, you know, if you think that like. This now, it, like in the modern age, we're hiring composers. Hired as, guns. Out, That's you know, the vibe. Outside contractors, yeah. you know, um, rather than having them in-house and as part of yeah. your development team. Exactly, exactly. Like, you know, um, like uh, Darren Korb on Hades and all that yeah. stuff, super giant. Like Olivier or whatever, he bounces around. He from... Well, he's still, he's still part of, you know, that kind of like freelancer, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. He, he's a free agent to go to whatever yeah, he wants. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. What yeah. I'm saying is... That structure is having them detached rather than the old way of like, you know, Koji Kondo at Nintendo or somebody at Capcom or whatever, um, Nobuo Matsu at Square yeah. Enix. 
does that detach the game management from really understanding what it takes yeah. to make music with the modern demands? I feel, I mean, it goes, and I think it's going to keep like getting that way, even going beyond just like composers, just the sound and audio team having to work with a lot of outside agencies to bring to life, you know, their soundscapes and their soundtracks for their for their video games that this is something you'd expect to, that they'd be, you know, interacting in, in, you know, in a good way and trying to pay like the fair value. But I think uh, Isla is kind of right that at some point it feels like there's just going to be some kind of exploitation when it's like possible, whether it's through ignorance or for or, or whether it's from actually like we, we know this a little bit better than you. So we're exploiting your ignorance on this and it's not our ignorance. Yeah. Shout out to Naughty Dog and Sony Santa Monica for treating their composers uh, right. You look at Gustavo and Last of Us, oh, yeah. just as such a legendary part of that franchise. And now bear in in god of war and ragnarok you know these outside composers though but it's almost they're they're treated at least from the outside it it feels like they're part of the team like they got that balance Mm -hmm. right yeah i feel like more you're right more of these composers are starting to work with more studios too i think bear has worked with a bunch of other ones Mm -hmm. too and Mm -hmm. stories will get around like he's all over film yeah Yeah. they they will know like they'll know what's up and like so i think it's also that's a good thing because Less and less they'd be able to be exploited by like stuff like this. This yeah. just feels like maybe I, I don't know Mick's full background. What else they have worked on beyond? I'm looking at June. it now, yeah. actually. But I I feel like they've done like other yeah. rock stuff or something. Yeah. But and Sarah Shockner yeah. uh, yeah. just did uh, Prey. So I wonder if it's just they the companies think that, again they just think like oh maybe you don't know enough about this and like they do and they're like well screw you like why are you treating me like trash like this you know i i, I don't know like music well, that's is such what's an crazy part like, yeah his sound defines yeah, that, modern doom yeah, yeah it's, 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 like, essential. it should be treated it essential at that same level as, yep. as it's bear, like a layup know? for yeah. them like yeah. you just, just yep. Sec- yep. secure this down it's a like, selling lock point. it down it's sh- it just yeah i'm, I'm shocked i mean even though he doesn't work for them anymore like if i'm the, like because of their relationship, like as you said already, like Square Enix can get Uematsu back for any like Final Fantasy game if they wanted to. It's like just keep treat your you know your team well, even if like they go separate ways, and you know because all these people end up working with each other, mm-hmm. and it's such again such an essential part mm-hmm. that uh, I don't know like I, I you feel like this sadly the like cynical side is like usually it's like lesser lower tier people are the ones who are usually exploited in this but when it's like the high level people like this it's yeah, like the, the kind of like the, 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 the you know the gall to think you get away with this yeah. is well, like that's insane. what I was yeah that's exactly what I was thinking Damiani it's like we know this guy's name yeah like we've <laughs> seen him play guitar on a yeah. stage before like the fact that that they took advantage of someone recognizable like because mm-hmm. you're totally right like usually when you get to the the level where it's like oh Bear McCreary like I've seen yeah. his name or like Ludwig Jornensen or whatever like oh I've seen that name you know like usually that's when you stop getting exploited at least in the same ways and you can be a hired gun that's afforded a little more respect like yeah. freelancing is how the high level players do it but it's also how you're taken advantage of as a low level player mm-hmm. so it's it's mm-hmm. so wild that this took place like. Yeah. Just the amount of awards that he won from Doom alone. It's kind of just yeah. like, huh? <laughs> Why are you mistreating this dude? 
is there some like resentment there? Like, yo, your music is like as popular as the game, but that'd be weird because no, the music weird. and the no. game are one. Listen, like, it is one thing. Listen to what Blow was saying, man. Like, <laughs> the, he was having to compose music for levels that weren't even like done yet. Like, yeah. nothing. Just mismanagement. Like, you like, know, movies. Dummy, How do you yeah. compose for a movie that's not even done yet? Music composition yeah. is done late. Totally. Audio yeah. composition is yeah, sound work is usually done cut, late. Yeah. So this is like textbook 101 what the hell is going on with your like studio like that's a studio mm-hmm. problem that's not which, and, which and is also it's... bizarre to me because like part of id's reputation is to put out something that feels super technically polished <laughs> exactly yeah. they seem yeah. like at least uh, uh, yeah They're like on the engine out. and in tech and like they've got the, the, historically they have their shit together yeah like the most optimized games for pc that like you feel good about playing them the rage was feeling good about being a pc uh, gamer <laughs> okay, yeah. it's no, not Carmack everything. So no more fire. Yeah. No more Carmack <laughs> either. But at least, with, yeah. But in the past, yeah. but this could be signaling. Maybe this is part of the thing. Maybe they've had departures, and like that's not the case anymore. So maybe they need to, have, you know, take a closer look and see why that went wrong. Because you know, if you're higher up there in that company, it's like this should not have happened. Yeah, right. this is this is like well, egg on your face. Well, now they got Phil way. Spencer watching. Yeah, they're Max, yeah. 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 Max and Phil Spencer and Phil Spencer make it right. Yeah, Phil Spencer do it. Like <laughs> Phil Spencer, dude, like put them both in a room, have them shake it out. <laughs> yeah. Like be the mediator. <laughs> he ain't got time for that. Be the me- <laughs> Phil Spencer. He's trying to buy Activision right now. I feel like Phil Spencer yeah, can make people get along. Like that I is- feel like Phil Spencer <laughs> just like if if he darkens your door, you know, like and he, all you'd have to say is like I didn't want. Is Phil here. Spencer <laughs> is Phil Spencer this week putting that soundtrack on in his car driving to work and like oh yeah yeah he's, I hear the difference when you get from track ten to track fifteen he's lighting up one and he's like God damn it why is something going wrong every damn week with these companies I'm gonna rip and tear these assholes yeah, rip and tear. Uh, did you have something you wanted to throw in there? Oh, uh, back back about the. I was just gonna say it's not unheard of for the music to be done early in the process, but like usually that's with intention. Like they're Some doing that for a reason, or yeah, they're like using it to inspire the game or or in something. But like that's planned out. Like you're doing that on purpose, not because you're just being told to do things. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Okay. Also this week, uh, sort of. Kind of in similar vein, uh, the battle over Disco Elysium. Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> continues uh, accusations being tossed back and forth between the creative uh, former creative leads and owners of the company. Uh, Zat- just get along. Uh, the devs claim they were defrauded and pushed out of their own company. The company claims they delivered let go for misconduct. Toxic management, Jeez. I think they say. Yeah, toxic management or whatever is what they are accusing them of. Uh, whereas the creators say uh, they're looking into a lawsuit for criminal fraud charges. Criminal Good fraud. Good lord. Yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a yeah. company says they paid them for two years without them doing any work. <laughs> what the hell? What? How so do you, I don't how do, like... After you're wor- not working and getting paid for a year, how does okay. that happen okay. for another year? So, have you seen the movie Office Space with Milton? <laughs> yeah, I, I think you would find <laughs> this happens a lot at certain levels yeah. of but uh, companies. If this was even true, it's kind of the company's fault. Like, why are you still paying <laughs> them? To do- yeah, what? like, cool, your fault. Yeah, I don't Great know. I, I don't know if you had any more insight. I mean, no, nah, you but. you got the short and the short of it. I think, like, ugh. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely, like, worked with people who just, like, are really good at acting busy, and then they actually never do anything. <laughs> like, I could see that 
getting paid for this is more to Huber's thing. Like that's how you get paid without doing anything is you just act like you're really busy and, and can't you say no to everything. Every time like, someone oh, no, talks I couldn't, to you, I couldn't. oh yeah, just give me give me a minute here. I'm up to my nose here right now. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> It just takes in a, in a you can hide in a in a big corporation right. is my point, but not usually in something like this. Jeez, this is just a mess. I have no idea. Yeah, I it's don't. I upsetting don't. because Doom Eternal and Disco Elysium are fucking phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you know, I don't know. Sometimes dysfunction leads to the best art. It's, yeah, it's, it's a it's a truism of the world, whether it's it good is. or not. <laughs> that is right, blood. Yeah. I mean, definitely like Disco Elysium, like. Disco Elysium is one of my favorite recent games. I think it's one of the best written video games I've ever played. For sure. But hearing all of this stuff, I'm, I'm not necessarily surprised <laughs> that the, the people who would have written that are difficult. Um, not taking any side. I think probably everybody's wrong because that's kind of generally what I think. But, like, yeah. I don't know. Dysfunction Elysium. <laughs> yeah. That's the sequel. Yeah. Or the documentary. Yeah, yeah the there documentary. You go. There you go. Yeah. yeah, I mean, write what you know, right? Like, every character in that was a real handful. Uh, it Takes Two has opened a merch store with some nice shirts and other accessories, uh, but the psychopaths are also selling yeah. a cutie the elephant plushie oh with God. a detachable ear and leg. What a oh moment. Oh, my. Wow. That was a moment. I loved and like, didn't like that moment at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that kept Heavy. it from getting the, the nope. award for me. Yeah, Blood did not like it. <laughs> oh, Blood legitimately upset. I don't think yeah. I got to that. What's disturbed. the deal? Uh, dis- don't. Very don't disturbing it. part. Yeah. It's a moment. It's, okay. it's one of the disturbing? most disturbing. Oh. Very disturbing. Most very disturbing dark. thing in that game. Right. It's very dark. Uh, Halo Infinite released its big full update, introducing uh, online campaign co-op, finally. Uh, story mission replay, finally. <laughs> uh, and uh, Forge beta, mm-hmm. as well as uh, new maps and some other things. Yep. Story Let's go get on the couch and play some co-op. Replay took oh. this long. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, EA is dropping. I've never seen, sorry. Oh. I've just never seen a game come out so solid, so hot, mm-hmm. and then just drop like a meteor, Halo Infinite. Yeah, just like what happened? You Came had out, you're like, oh, it's you, good, good foundation. Yeah, the foundation was so good, and then just yeah, bloop, yeah, nothing. Yeah, just wild. Uh, EA is dropping an in development Project Car sequel, uh, and seems to be scuttling the franchise altogether. Mm-hmm. Great word, scuttling. Uh, dirt also seems to be on the chopping block, although Ooh. that's a little bit more expected because uh, Codemasters got the WRC license. Oh, okay. Oh, so okay. kind of. Yeah, maybe two of the same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but uh, the former CEO of Slightly Mad Studios uh, lashed out against EA. Uh, Everyone's as he, pissed. As he previously had had bla- bad blood with them after the Need for Speed Shift games. Bad blood. Uh, he said that in the past they had essentially tried to destroy the company by signing them on for Shift 3 and then canceling the game right when they were about to go to work on it. Uh, so Project Cars was essentially like their way of keeping the company going. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the earliest crowdfunded projects. Um, and, you know, Cars had a lot of, like, yeah. buzz in the lead-up to when it came out, and Cars 2 was really good, and then Cars 3 got weird. Mm. Um, and so they're just like, yeah, no more Project Cars. You guys will work on other EA stuff now. Uh, but it's kind of weird because it's like, yeah, they clearly never wanted to work with EA again, but then Codemasters bought them. Yep. And then EA bought Codemasters. And they're like, oh no. Damn. <laughs> now they're probably going to 
Put him on a battlefield game. There you <laughs> go. More need for speed. Yeah. Yeah. Kojima yeah. stays independent. Yep. I don't love it when things have the actual title that has project in it. Yeah, oh, I always hated that like they never the Mindy came project up with a name for that. Yeah. I guess the Alan Parsons pro- what was that? But, like, I don't know. It's weird. I, I still Name your thing. I lo- I'd love your opinion. I still think Project Beast is a better name. Oh, Project Beast. <laughs> but here's the thing. Project Beast is a sick-ass name yeah. of a leaked thing that we're like, what is Project Beast, yeah, right? It's a great leaked name. It's, yeah. a, it's the perfect leaked name. It's a good code name, name for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if Bloodborne was called Project Beast, that would be stupid as hell. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. It's an amazing thing great to point. shout from the uh, rooftops yeah. in a musical you're making for your defunct company. <laughs> uh, but... I don't know if I would have gotten a Project yeah, Beast the tattoo. Frame, you know? It was a 60 frames patch for Project, Project Beast. <laughs> also, you don't, you don't even become a beast in a... <laughs> whatever. Gears of War is getting a live-action Netflix film yeah. followed by an animated series. And they're like, hey, maybe more. Batista! Did you see today? Did he? Wait, he what? put himself in some armor and yeah, he's like, yo, he's been oh. championing that role for a long time. Well, Batista uh, or Riot? Cliff Lezinski. He doesn't like to be called Cliffy B anymore. Uh, had said, let's, let's know who you would want. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> As Marcus, right? Yeah. Yeah, Marcus. Yep. And then people did yep. photoshops, so it's funny to say, like, oh, now he put, him, he put yeah. on his own Who's going to be dumb? They wanted John Cena for somebody. <laughs> they wanted like John Cena as what's the goggles guy? You can have John Cena. Oh, guy. that's probably Bird? John Cena. Bird? Uh, Coltrane. They wanted Terry Crews. Oh yeah. Oh, I forget who Dom was. I forget. Sorry, Dom. Just have Vin Diesel do it and make it no. actual <laughs> Dominic Toretto. Yeah. Nice. Uh, also, Huber Stranger Things VR coming winter 2023 allows Vecna. you to play as Vecna. We're streaming that day one, Damiani. Day, 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 day one. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna Chet be on the goggles guy. Beck, no. Baird, yeah. No. Baird, yeah. Baird. Pre-orders for the remake of Prince of Persia: Sands of Time were canceled, since the game no longer has a release date, as Ubisoft Montreal has been taking over development studios. Yeah, since that earlier this year. Probably a disaster. Hmm. Did you say studios? Development duties. Studios. Studios. And multiple people have offered to acquire Kojima mm-hmm. Productions, but Kojima is turning them down yeah. every time. Yep. Good stuff. He Quote, every day I am approached by offers to buy our studio. Some of those offers are ridiculously high prices. A couple hundred mil probably or But it's more? not that I want money. Take more than that. More I want than to that. make what I want to make. Dude That's why knows. I created this studio. Dude knows at this point. No hush money for Kojima. Yeah, no Creator's hush. intent. Yes, right. Wants to make Sony? podcasts. Yeah. Sony? No. <laughs> yeah, he will, I will be heard. My podcast. You will not cancel this podcast. Yeah. That's the main reason yeah. he's not selling. Because yeah, they'll yeah. shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. It's time for love and respect. Love and respect. From Mighty Omega. Hey, allies. At the time of writing this, it's the day before Sonic Frontiers comes out. Yeah. And I've been devouring reviews for it. (laughs) Generally, the opinion seems to be the game is somewhere around a 7.5 for most people. And I couldn't be more content with that. What's the most excited or relieved you've been for a game to be just pretty good? Pretty good. (laughs) 
Uh, I love a lot of sevens, but I really got to think about something like the framing of the question of like, oh, thank God it's a seven. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. I guess Stranger I remember, of Paradise. I was like, oh, thank God. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was like, oh, thank God. Perfect. Yeah. Huber, so many yeah. times over the years, I remember us saying, like, we'll be lucky if this is an eight. You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll be blessed by this. We eight. will be so lucky. Yes. <laughs> Hmm. Stranger in Paradise is perfect. Yeah. The newest girl in chat says 7.5 oh. for Sonic game might as well be a 9 or a 9.5. Yeah. For Sonic, it's yeah, totally that's right. like yeah. the highest yeah. review in a long time. Yeah. Besides Mania, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Sonic, I mean, that's one. I, I was really hoping we were for hoping a 7. We praying for 7, yeah, yeah, big time. Stuff that's like um, really niche, like throwback stuff mm -hmm. sometimes feels right swimming in sevens you know like a like a tormented souls or oh, something where it's oh, like yeah, a, yeah, a flawed masterpiece yeah. you know where it's like you can't yeah. really give it a nine or an eight yeah. five but you're like yeah this is sick and i'd love it yeah. <laughs> i think the difference there would be like oh the game's already out and it has a seven whereas like this the hype coming. the yeah. hype leading into it hoping for a seven mm -hmm. right yeah mm -hmm. that's tough mm -hmm. that's yeah tough. yeah yeah, it's tricky. I'm, I'm kind of drawing Star a blank Ocean. Too. <laughs> Star Ocean's a good one. Star Ocean's a good one. <laughs> not a seven for Damiani. No, definitely not. Definitely not. From Sponge J One, uh, greeting uh, greetings, allies. It's been a while. Uh, recently, I was thinking about the first time I became truly obsessed with the game. Oh, real quick, sorry. Yeah. Chat nailed it. A sweary game. Oh, sure. Oh, <laughs> great. oh there you go. Deadly Prem? Oh, God, yeah. De Deadly Prem 2? Yeah. Deadly Prem 2, we, if it was a 7, we would have been like, hell yeah. <laughs> Dang, now you think of a bunch. Like, Suda games. Every Suda yeah. 51 oh, game sure. is like, at least that, not like trash. Yep. So it could go pretty bad sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Am I gonna get judged if I say any platinum games? Game? I, was just, I was just thinking that. <laughs> anything not called Bayonetta. Yeah. Anything not it's called Bayonetta. Yeah. Platinum. Yeah. Oh, dude, you, dude, you just pray that game even comes out from that. Yeah, you hope it releases. Yeah. yeah. All right, restarting. Sponge J One. Recently, I was thinking about the first time I became truly obsessed with a game. I used to scoff at those who had memorized so much information about items, placements, and stats for various games. I never understood why one would commit that much information to memory. And then I played The Binding of Isaac, mm. my now most played oh, game on Steam at 405 wow. hours. Wow. Dang. And it all clicked for me. Dang. So my question for you is, well. what was the first game you got obsessed with to the point you either memorized stats or item placements or scenarios or had pages of notes scribbled with information to help you later? PlayStation 1, Resident Evil. Had that shit on lock. Mm. Lock down that Spencer Mansion in my brain. Yeah. Those items, the routes. Oh, yeah. For me, also PlayStation 1, Symphony of the Night. Mm. Great. I could 200% that thing from memory. Yeah. Great pick. Mm. I guess of like, like, I remember when Zelda won when I was very young, mm. drawing maps and stuff like that on my, my own, yeah. like memorizing stuff. Yeah, I don't look up a lot of that stuff. So like, I, I wouldn't say like I, uh, later I would able, was able to memorize it, but like from the start. Yeah, you can't like, from the I'm start. Try, yeah, I'm trying to think like, Zelda, like, especially. Like, well, I would play it and then like keep replaying it to like memorize everything without the use of like guides or mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. Um, probably either. 
probably either. I mean, cause Star Fox 64 is too easy. Like that's like a on rails thing. Metal Gear Solid 2. Great. Oh, when it launched, Great I just kept pick. playing it and beating it over oh, and yes. over and over. Oh, and like yeah. by the time like yeah. like my like 12th playthrough in like two weeks, I was like, dude, like automatic, automatic. Yeah, muscle that, yeah. memory. Ration over here, like this, yeah. over, like, yeah. this over here. Like, oh, the thing where you use like the, the audio thing to find with a dude. Don't need to do it. Walk over, like just. He's right there, bam. Yeah, like, do that. Like, Dude, yeah. the MGS2 demo, I had so 100% memorized. Yeah. To the point where when I got to the real game, I was like, what? That's not there. What is this? <laughs> yeah. Being able to tell, like, Olga, like, when she starts, like, oh, she did that. Okay, she could be able, like, just aim there. Boom. Ready? Next shot. Dude, the boom. lighting yeah. when you shoot that thing against Olga still looks, like, so phenomenal. Where's, where's that remake remaster? <laughs> With like um, ray tracing, maybe that scene with ray tracing. Come on, after want... Twin Snakes, you know, it just Twin Snakes was a fun nervous. experiment. <laughs> that was something different. That was given to like a different director and everything. Totally. It'd have to but be in house. Yeah, in but it can't be anymore because Kojima's gone. It, it could never be in house. It could. <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they'd have to like rent him. They rent Rick. Kojima. <laughs> you know? Like, hey, can you make us a can Metal Gear game? Can we wreck Kojima? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's above our pay grade. For a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> he likes podcasts. <laughs> I like you want to highlight a couple of you, you saw? Uh, yeah, I mean, chat was just listing some good ones like Tekken 3, Dota 2, Pokemon, uh, Final Fantasy 10, Double Dragon 3, Kingdom Hearts 2, got it memorized, uh, Stardew Valley. San Andreas, uh, GoldenEye 64 levels. Oh, oh winner, winner, chicken That's dinner. That's a good yeah. one, actually. Perfect. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Memorizing the campaign and the multiplayer yes. separately. That is so I good. Was, remember I was telling you earlier, that, oh. like, uh, like multiplayer maps, like FPS games. Like I don't strike. generate them. For, I told you, N64 FPS games, Perfect Dark and GoldenEye. GoldenEye, yeah. at one point, like the, every map, knew every, like yeah, everything. Like the spawn just, points. Yeah, everything. Like Run into about the spawn, spawn points. points yeah. I would go camp spawn points. Like, I know you, I thought you weren't there. I know you're over here. You're, you're, you can't hide from me. I know where you are. Fun. I've got a weird take on this. Nintendo Power. Oh. Because I actually had the subscription before I even was, like, was able to get my own NES. Wow. And oh. so like... Those maps and everything that they did, ah. like I would like look through them, like, like basically running my finger across them, like as if I were playing the game. It's like okay, there's a thing there, and there's that thing there, and there's this, and and so like when it came to like, you know, other kids asking me on the playground at school, like I could tell them where things were, secrets were in games that I wow. had not actually played. Wow. <laughs> Blood, was, Blood was training to be a, like a, a game, like a pro counselor or whatever at Nintendo back in the right. day yeah. on the hotline. Yep. He was yep. ready. He was ready to go. That is so cute, Blood. Yeah, that rules. That was like me with the box for Ghostbusters on DVD because I had that mm. before we had a DVD player so I would just read oh, it. Right. I would just read it all the time. Yeah, I had like the Ninja Turtles soundtrack CD before I had a CD player. Yeah. yeah. I had a Wiimote before, well, before I had a Wii. Before a CD player so you couldn't even play the music. Like, damn it. Because my brother, my brother had then like went to like some rent to own place or whatever, and so like he had rented his like big oh. CD sound system, but then you know had to give it, it back so, eventually. Yeah. You know, it was, it was weird, weird times. Do you remember trying to like balance a disc man so it wouldn't skip while you were like <laughs> yes, walking to play practice or <laughs> on the bus or whatever? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. CD skips. Wow. I thought that damn. Was anti skip. Right? Then they used to yeah. like yeah. Yeah. yeah they would have anti skip. Where it was like look ahead. It was like look ahead basically. Yeah. <laughs> 
Man, I remember walking down the hill to play practice listening to Battle of Los Angeles by Rage Against the Machine and like I got a new CD Walkman so I could just like leave it vertical like in my pocket because back then, you know, I was probably wearing Jinkos or some shit. Uh, it was sick. Jinkos are sick. Chicos <laughs> were not sick. Stop trying to bring them back. <laughs> they don't need to come back. They were sick. They're coming back, Dami. There's not, nothing we can do about it. They're not sick anymore, though. Yeah. <laughs> now they make me sick. Yeah. Let's play a game. Oh. Please be a Jinko. <laughs> Those big pants. Cargo pants. Cargo pants is what I think, but whatever. Yeah, they're, I didn't actually like Jinkos. Those were like oversized. Mm-hmm. Oversized. I just like cargo pants. Wide. From RF Switch. Parachute pants. <laughs> continuing Splatoon items, real or fake, <laughs> the Octo catalog. Uh, it's time for another round of figuring out what real life objects are in Splatoon. We've got 10 more pieces of garbage here. All you got to do is say if it's used in Splatoon or if I'm trolling you. First off, a spackle knife. Spackle knife. That's a real item. Use it in, Spl- use it in Where Spl- you use it. These are all real items, but are they in Splatoon or not? Yeah. Oh, people not in Splatoon. People paint like, with those. Yes. Yeah. Not in Splatoon. I, I think it's in Splatoon. Yeah, I'd say so then. I'd say real. That's fake. Ah, uh, Hubie. Huber. It would be nice to see more painting supplies in the game, like the Octo Brush or the Slosher, but no, this is not among them. Okay. Sprinklers. Not Sprinklers? in Sprinklers? Not in there? Splatoon. Is it Splatoon 3? Uh, no. I'll say yes. No. <laughs> it's real. What? Shit. Yeah, it's actually a pretty uh, common sub-weapon. You can drop a sprinkler and it'll keep re-spraying an area. Uh, oh. Can you destroy the sprinkler yes. if you're on the other team? Good, good. Yeah. Sweet. Um, and uh, next is a sledgehammer. Sledgehammer? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. People would send me pictures if it were in the game. <laughs> I feel like it'd be called something cute, like sledgehammer. Right, but if we're talking about the actual object, oh, the thing oh, right, based on right, like right. one of the ones before was like the Let's ballpoint say yes. pen. Yeah. Fake. Ah. But it's a close one. It's a, She was trying to fake you out there. Uh, the ultra stamp looks a lot more like a comedic squeaky oh. hammer uh, than it does a sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. Toy robot. Dude, I love that song. Toy Same. robot. Toy Robot. That's fake. Fake? Yeah, fake. Real? Real. What? The auto bombs. They're like little mouser looking guys that'll you throw them and then they run towards oh, uh, a that. target uh, that's in range. Like in toys. Mm-hmm. I sometimes have nightmares about them because of the Octo Expansion secret boss. Hmm. Champagne. No way, dude. Alcohol in a Nintendo game? Yes. Let's say, yeah. I'll go yes. I, I actually it. wouldn't be surprised. This Champagne. is kind of a weird game. Do it. Splatoon is dark. Do I'll say it. no. Do it. Real. Yeah. It's a weapon called the Squeezer. Careful of that first shot. It's a boozy. I mean a doozy. That's Cute. pretty cool. That was funny. That is good. Parachute. No. How would that squirt No. paint? Is this just for Splatoon 3, you said? Or is it all of them? Uh, I think it's the whole franchise. Oh, I thought it was just three. I have no idea. No. Uh, no? Uh, parachute? Fake? Like, who the hell? How could you know? I don't know. Fake. Fake. You don't need a parachute when you can super jump, so long as you don't land in water. Nice. All right, they're not all weapons. They're just items. Like, I always forget Yeah. That. Uh, the Nintendo Zapper. That's real. That is real. It's in Smash. Or doesn't? Yeah, it's real. <laughs> yes. Uh, there are two: the red one made in '89 mm-hmm. and the gray one made in 1985. 
a plunger. That feels yes. like it's definitely in there. Yes. Plunger? Don't you like grapple or something? Fake? Fake? I don't know. Fake. Huh. Yeah. I've never really played these, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is a suction cup on the suction bombs, though. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh. A condiment bottle. Like a ketchup Real. bottle or... Real. Yeah, sure. It's probably, it's a, probably like a grenade Some or goo, something. Ink. Yeah. Real? That's fake. Ah! <laughs> uh, and, and they say, I think we've all had enough of the ketchup mayo debate in the Splatoon community. That was one of those mm. flat fests. All right. Mm. And a jet engine. A jet engine? Sure. Sure, sure yeah. yeah. Sounds so crazy. Why not? Yeah, sure. Real. Nice. It's a type of slosher called the x splosher which fires a large spiraling ball of ink. Whoa. Hmm. It's time for bets. This week's bet. Next week, Goat Simulator 3 is coming out. Hyped. There was no Goat Simulator 2, if you're not aware of that. Hyped. Multiplayers. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. hyped. Multiplayer's going to be fun. Uh, I'm going to go to the top categories on Twitch, sorted by viewers. At what rank? Will Goat Simulator 3 be right before the podcast next week? Huber. 10. 10. 10. Mm. Yeah. Brad. Uh, 15. 15. I think it might be even lower. Yeah, same. Damiani. Dang. Uh, 11. Shit! Ooh. <laughs> Isla. Sixth. Sixth. I don't know. I believe. <laughs> and then... I also went 10. Woohoo! So we got the high? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. And we got, got that the high. Low. Sweet. Last week's bet Sonic Frontiers came out this week. Uh, we were looking at some relatively long videos on that official Twitter account. There were some quick ones too. Uh, we asked how long the most recent Sonic Frontiers video would be when I checked Sonic's Twitter account today. Huber bet. That it would be 60 seconds. Hmm. Brad bet that it would be 2 minutes and 30 seconds. Damiani bet 1 minute and 30 seconds. Isla bet 1 minute and 43 oh, seconds. Blood one dollared me. Uh, and I bet <laughs> 22 seconds. Yeah. yeah, you're pissed. Yeah, I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sleep that night. 1 dollar, you were at 60 seconds. It was like more than 30 <laughs> seconds away from If it was 59, <laughs> I could understand. Um... The answer, though, <laughs> Sonic Frontiers put a Speed Strats video up this morning at 9 a.m. Six minutes and six wow. seconds long. Whoa. So Brad had the high there. Yeah. He wins yeah. this week. Six Sonic. <laughs> now we've got another bet that's in the wings. Harvestella bet. It hinges on 10 English reviews. There are still not 10 English reviews. Yep. As of today, this afternoon, wow. there were only six on Open Critic. Dang. Because Square Enix did not send that game out early. So there it is. What's the uh, word? We'll have we'll have a push Dom. on that. Dominic is extremely I think I saw I five out there. I don't know what the actual average is, though. Oh, I don't know what the average is. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll get that result here in a second. Uh, but so that so that that uh, that bet will be pushed until we can get ten reviews. Oh, Harvestella average uh, went up seventy three right now. Oh, seventy three right now. But only forty four percent of critics recommend it. This is on Open Critics, so right. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, so we'll see when we get ten. We'll we'll finish that bet. 
But right now, our scores are Massive Chubs, 21. Splish. <laughs> Loderous Sea Lions, 21. <laughs> oh, man, blood. Tied. It's tied. Blood, there are nine reviews now. But two of those are Spanish. Oh. So oh. you got one more since I last checked then. Oh, uh, these are all English. No, the quotes are English, but oh, they okay, will okay, translate okay. the quote. The I, see, I, yeah, see, yeah. I see, I see. Never mind. <laughs> Let me tell you about patreon.com slash easy allies. Uh, the future of easy allies depends on you. We rely on your support to keep it happening. Uh, you can do that through a Twitch sub here if you're watching live. Uh, you can do that through a one-time donation in the link below the video there. Uh, but the best way to support us is via Patreon through a monthly pledge. Uh, ongoing support to keep us going that we can rely on. Uh, it not only gives us the most benefit out of all those options, uh, but it also nets you some fun rewards in return. Uh, for $1, uh, you get a special version of this podcast that doesn't have any ads on it. And it has two extra bonus love and respect questions. Uh, at $5, you get early access uh, to the VOD of this podcast. You get to submit to Love and Respect and the Adventures of Don Romantica. Uh, you get a whole bunch of other perks with the other podcasts. And you also get to join in on our official Discord uh, and chat with other people, see pictures of bruises, share food photos, all kinds of fun things. Uh, we also uh, just recently announced a new uh, benefit for our $20 behind the scenes tier. Since we're doing these behind the scenes now on Twitch, uh, I'm playing around with a thing called Capture Commentary, where we just take a clip from one of our reviews or something we recorded for Huber Syndrome or whatever it might be, throw it in there, talk over it, give you some behind the scenes insights or some other things that are on our mind about that game and that specific clip. Um, and at the tip top of our patron tiers are our shout out tiers. Uh, and this month's shout outs go to Jabawabs, Elf Bannis, Greg, the Dark Knight Kettering, and Anacroth. Shout out. Shout out. Brad. Yes. You get to promote any Easy Eyes video you'd like to promote. You get the final word on anything you disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped in your head right now. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign off. Uh, Palmer Luggy, dude. You just gotta fucking relax, man. You gotta get a grip on reality. This is upsetting. Go outside, man. Go talk to some people in person. And live an actual life. Uh, and since this is for Sonic, check out my Sonic uh, Frontiers review that just went up. I had a good time with it. Could've showed everything I wanted to, but... Maybe look for that uh, oh, behind-the-scenes yeah. clip. That capture commentary, yeah. Yeah, Blood picked out a nice one. <laughs> so, look forward to that in the future. And always got to do the sign-off. Everyone's got to do it. <laughs> Get ready to do it. Count of three. Three. Or one, two, three. <laughs>